What are you doing a countdown? All right, three, two, one. Which one's my camera? Oh, this one right here, the, the video cam the camcorder, right? I did that on purpose. Um, all right. And go. <laughs> Uh, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Bottom of the Bill. We have our boy Alan King on with us today. Uh, Alan is the vocalist for pop punk band The Adversaries, guitarist for hardcore band Southpaw, the head of maintenance and security for 1904 Music Hall and all their subsidiaries. He also owns a printing company with our good friend Chris Richard called Grind Time, where they also have a podcast called Together We Print. Uh, and if all of that doesn't make you feel like a lazy piece of shit, then uh, he's also a father, so step your game up. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Uh, when I went on your podcast, plug, check it out, um, you guys, the first thing you asked me was how I managed my time to yeah. do all the shit that I'm doing. Yeah. How do you manage yours? Um, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's scheduling, though, dude. Like, that's how I... If I don't schedule everything out in advance, let me go back a little bit. Being uh, with my son, we had, you know, court ordered, like, this is your scheduled time with him. This is your scheduled time. And everything that I have done has kind of fallen in schedule around that. You know what I mean? So it's like I've always had every other weekend off with my job since he was, you know, I had custody with him and stuff. And then work just kind of, I was like, hey, now that I've got a kid, this is when I can work and this is when I can't work. And then extracurriculars had to be scheduled around that. You know what I mean? So it was like, starts with my son's schedule, then you throw work schedule around that, then you throw music and extracurriculars like around that, and you find that everything just kind of has like its place. And every day, I don't have to think about it, I just know I do this during the day, I do this at night on Monday. I do this during the day, I do this at night on Tuesday. You know, and it just, I every single day, dude, but I've been doing it like that for years now, and it's... Do you schedule time to relax, though? Um, so, I, I, that's funny you say that, because anytime that I end up talking to people about, like, they're like, hey, you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, I wish I had time. Like, why don't you have time? I'm like... <gasps> and then I yeah, go and man. tell them, like, the whole thing, and they're like, do you ever relax? And I'm like, you know... It's very rare for me to get a chance to stop and relax, dude. Right. I think the only time I do is is basically, like, the weekends that I don't have my son, I typically I schedule a band practice day that day, you know. And if for some reason band practice doesn't happen or um, there's not a show that particular Sunday night, I can't do it on a Saturday, I can't do it on a Friday. I know I'm always either working or got my son, whatever. Sunday nights is the like the least likely night that gets booked throughout the weekend. And so if there's not a show and I don't have my son and for some reason band practice cancels, all those three things align, then I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to go to bed at 6 a.m. and I'm just going to sleep all fucking day long. And when I go. wake up, I'm just going to go to the couch, drink a soda or something or a monster and lay back down on the couch drink and not a, get up. Drink a monster and chill. I <laughs> did. <laughs> well, fuck? yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I, I drink a monster every single morning. Like I don't drink coffee or anything like that. It's, I'm it's, but it's DMD. What? Die Mountain Dew. Oh, it's gross. That, that, if we can get I'm not a fit dude. Die Mountain Dew is. Junior, I would appreciate it. <laughs> it's super disgusting. 
It's super disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, to definitely. each their own. I would yeah. never say yeah. that about the things that you like. But you do say that about the things that I, I like do. all the time. I do. <laughs> I always so. do. But yeah, I start my day with a monster every day. Every day I have to drink, you know, it used to be bangs and that's like 300 milligrams. And I was like, I was like, I can't do this. This is, this is too much. I did it for a few months. Of caffeine? Yeah. Good night. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't realize that that was really a lot until yeah, like I was getting that, like, why are you, I went to the doctor. I was getting really bad migraines. Like, why, you know, you drink anything? Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, I drink a bang like every day. And he's like, stop doing that. Like, that's, like, so much caffeine. He's like, that's why you're getting headaches. You're getting caffeine headaches. Yeah. You know, so I weaned myself off that and dealt with headaches for, like, two weeks. And then his doctor's like, don't do that. Like, still take caffeine. Like, do something for caffeine. You can't just, like, shut off everything. So then I, I went to Red Bull. And then a lot of people were like, yo, Red Bull's, like, absolutely horrible for you as well. Way less caffeine, but still, like, really not good for you. A lot you. of sugar and a bunch of other shit in there. So then I, I switched to Monster. It had less caffeine. It's only got 180 milligrams. Um, I still find myself every once in a while wanting to get a headache because it's still not enough. But, like, I don't allow myself to really do more than that. Very rare will I do two Monsters in a day. Uh, that's terrible for you. Oh, dude. One Monster a day is pretty bad. But, but I can't. if I don't drink one every day, my head will absolutely pound. The way that you talk, talked about getting off caffeine talk, sounded like uh, when John Candy from Uncle Buck is trying to get off cigarettes. He's like, <laughs> I was on cigarettes, now I'm cigars, then I'm going to go to pipes, and then I'll be on the patch, and then I'm chewing gum. It's a five-step program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to wean yourself yeah, off well, the dude, caffeine. It's like, it's, your body gets addicted to it just like any other drug. You know yeah, I mean? it is a, dr- is, a drug. Is a, is a drug. So. I don't know. It's not even a fun so drug. It's even, like not even a good energy. I'd rather just do blow or something. Yeah, you know? but it, it's one of those drugs where it's like it's either you're going to have an awful day or a normal day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's literally that. It's, There's like, it's, it's uh, never a great day when you drink caffeine. Have you ever tried to go cold turkey or caffeine? Yes. It's the worst. That's, well, that's when I quit drinking bangs. Yeah. I was getting so many bad headaches, dude. And I tried it for like that for two weeks, and the doctor was like, "No, don't. That's that's really you really bad." Either for way, you. like I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So even some days, I'll find myself drinking, a, uh, taking two Excedrin migraines. Oh yeah. With my monster. Holy fuck! Because it's that it has more caffeine, and but it's got the acetaminophen to help, like with your your headache pain. You know. And that's just science. Why man. not just <laughs> Why not just take that? Because it's not. Because there's only. Uh, 20 to 30 milligrams, if that. Uh, baby time frolics. In bud. a single, you know, Excedrin capsule. So it's like the two of them together gets me like an extra 60 boost Ooh, on top of my like. Just get a fucking script for Adderall, bro, and call it a day. What are we doing here? <laughs> I just, but so long story short, even on my days off, as soon as I wake up, I just hop in, run to the store. It's a block away. Grab the monster, come back, drink it, sit on the couch, Netflix, and chill. If I if I happen to doze out, cool. If I don't, no big deal. Doze out? That's like Netflix and hyperspace. I know. Man. That's like that's it. <laughs> what in the world? Like, I, like if I if I'm having a chill day, I'm drinking no caffeine yeah. because as soon as I drink caffeine, like. Like I already have a hard time shutting her down as it, as it is. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I if I if I drink any caffeine, it's just even if I don't get the energy burst that I want, my brain is still like going like this. I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, not does, for me, does, dude. Happen because for I'm on such such a go go. Like like, dude, if I really wanted to, I could lay my head down right here 
and, w- and within within two minutes, I would be asleep. That would probably sure. be the best bottom of the bill episode, actually. <laughs> just, All right, guys, appreciate you having go. me on. Yeah, I've always wanted that to be my superpower. Just to sleep, to whenever. be able to sleep at any point in time for as long as I wanted to. Yeah, in any situation, I can sleep almost in anywhere. Yeah. Like it, like. It doesn't matter, dude. It, like, no amount of caffeine. Or bro, a, a, a <laughs> solid concrete floor, bro. Like, no pillow, no blanket, no nothing. I can make myself fall asleep. No, there's no way. I but, think I could, I think I could too, if I was, like, tired enough. I have, I have like, these, I, I have these stages sometimes where, like, I get the worst insomnia and I can't sleep for weeks. Mm, and then, God. and then there's, like, the other end of that where uh, I might be bipolar. I don't know. But like, then I have, then I have like, then I get do like these deep, like I don't want to do shit. I could just sleep all day types See, of scenarios. But because I'm so busy in my life, I it even in that one day that I rarely get, I'm like, I'm I'm wasting my day. Yeah, my day is I am waste. I have to do something, dude. And so by like six o'clock, I'll get up and be like, all right, I'm gonna go do laundry. I don't have a washing machine, so I got to go to laundromat a block away. I gotta, I'm going to at least go wash clothes. I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? And, but I, I can't not do something, even if I do get that chance of a day to not do anything. You're like Billy. He's the same way. He can't not do something I, either. I can't not sit still. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to be do- – that's why – You can. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, we have, like, videos because, like, we, like, record when we're on the road and stuff like that. It'll be, like, GoPro footage of – us driving and it's just silence you know i'm driving and then the two guys are sleeping in the back and then fucking billy's just sitting there just checking this and then just checking yeah, that it's like 100%. you realize that 30 seconds have gone by and of, of complete silence and he hasn't sat still for one of those seconds no, there's not. it's it doesn't sound as funny as i'm saying it right now but when you're watching you it it's really funny What's to watch funny, it funny though is carrie my girlfriend she says that when i sleep i sleep like a dead person yeah you get all I your movements dead. out when you're awake i don't move at all like to the point when i wake up in the morning i'm just like everything hurts <laughs> like because stuck. i've been in the same position you're like atrophied hours. it's crazy yeah that's funny that is kind of crazy dude uh, i believe you that's... dream a lot or no yeah all the time I'm a really yeah. <laughs> but i uh, i uh, also uh, uh 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 was uh the doctor when i was a kid said that i had something that you may be not familiar with called adhd so, mm. I don't have that problem. No. I did. I don't and I took a lot of. Maybe that might be. Yeah, and so I stopped taking medication, and I'm doing great. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so I want to talk about the stuff that you got going on um, okay. before we just sit here and talk about caffeine and withdrawals. Welcome back to the amphetamine insomnia podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking grind of a. Well, when you're that busy, dude, you got it's it's. Sometimes I will work. Maintenance all day at 1904. Then at night, I got to do a show. And then the next day, I've got to be up in the morning again to do maintenance again back at 1904. So I can get up at 7 a.m., not go to bed till 4 a.m., have to be up by 7.30 to be back at 1904 by 9. I'm only getting three hours of sleep. Yeah. So, and then I got to do maintenance all day and then grind time the next night, you know, till 10 or 11. And I'm like, even at that time, I'm like, oh, cool, I might be able to go to bed early. I'll go home, take a shower, and, and sit on the couch for two seconds to eat dinner, and then next thing I know, it's two in the morning still. Right. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the whole hope was like, I could be able to go to bed a little bit earlier, but like, my body is so used to that, that it just, it doesn't. Yeah. You know? it, it, with, long story, the, the caffeine I have to have. Yeah. All right. I feel you. 
Um, so let's talk about the bands that you play in. Uh, we got the Adversaries and South Paul. Yeah. So what would you say is like the main focus right now? If there is one, it's, it's kind of an impossible answer. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I can't. There's not a uh, there's not a main focus, which is crazy. Like I've I played metalcore, metal, hardcore, all that stuff for a long time, dude, many years, and um, always loved. I've always loved pop punk. I mean, it's it's so fun to me, and I was always just like, man, I, w- I want to be in a pop punk band, dude. And at the time, I was in Black Creek Bastards, and we were doing like the whole like southern rock thing or whatever, and. Uh, the opportunity came up for uh, a singer and a drummer. I already knew the guys. My buddy Craig was playing guitar. It was just him, another guitar player, and a bass player. And they were like, post a thing on Facebook, like, looking for a vocalist and a drummer. And I was like, oh, well, I already know how to sing. I've always wanted to be a singer. I just couldn't, didn't know if I could do it or not. And did all the hooks and choruses and harmonies and things and all the bands that I play guitar in. I was like, Chris. Let's go. Let's go jam with these dudes and see what it's like, dude. He's like, "Oh, we ain't got time for that. We got the Black Creek Bastards." And I'm like, "Yeah, but we do got time, bro. We got time. Like, let's figure it out. Let's go. Let's go listen to the music. Let's go hear what it sounds like." And he didn't go for the first couple times, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna fucking pursue this. Like, I this is something I want to do." And we did it, and it was great, and I really enjoyed it. But same thing, doing that now for the last several years on top of not playing hardcore metal for so many, made my love for hardcore metal grow so exponentially again because I wasn't doing it. I did it for almost 10 years, you know, and then almost 10 years I hadn't done it. And so I was just like, man, I've been doing pop punk for now for like three years, and I'm like, I'm really missing that like heavy aspect of the songs, you know, and this, and I can't really, you only go so heavy in pop punk, man. Right. You can't be adding all kind of super crazy, there's no, you know, anything. So um, at the time I was working at Tire Kingdom in sales and my buddy Darren came in and his band was like a death metal band that had played shows with one of my bands, the the hardcore band and stuff that I was in for years, uh, a few times. And he was a lot younger than me and we kind of rekindled. We're, you know, he was a lot older now. He wasn't a teenager anymore and like, man, one day, I'm like, man, we should start a band or something, dude, one day. And it was like, yeah, dude, we'll start, like, dad core. We're both dads now. Like, dad core for sure. And I'm like, that sounds fun. <laughs> like, really fun. And I'm like, cool, that would be cool. And um, then we got together and realized very quickly it was like, there's way too much potential with the music that we're writing for this to not be, like, something that we take serious and do our best at it because, why? I mean, yeah, to be a little joke hardcore band, call it like dad core or something, we talk about raising our kids in our songs. <laughs> like That's like, really funny, though. I'm going to mow the grass. I'm going to mow the grass. You know, yeah. like, like I, that's what we went to go into it with and then realized quickly, like, no way, dude. Like, let's let's do some awesome or Let's do originals. And we did. And it, it, it filled that void for me for adversaries. It's now, in my opinion, I feel like I have the best of both worlds. So either way, I don't feel like I can I choose one or the other or have a priority over one or over the other. Um, I've just always told both bands, like, look, if we both ever end up on the show together, then Adversaries has to play first and then Southpaw because on Southpaw I do a lot of backup vocals. Um, I don't necessarily scream because I can't, um, but I do a lot of yelling and, and gang vocal things, and it takes a toll on my throat, which would make it to where I could not sing as well at all 
if I had to sing for adversaries afterwards. Right. And so if that ever comes up, then it will have to be that, like, adversaries plays first so I can get all the, the vocal stuff out. I can still yell even if I lose my voice doing adversaries. I can't lose my voice and then try to go sing. Right. It just doesn't work. So what's the what's the uh the overlap with the two genres? Are there fans are there the fans of like pop punk bands like also fans of hardcore bands? Or do yeah. you see a lot of so the There's shows kind of work together? Most people who like pop punk like a side of heavy because you have your bands out there that are like a day to remember who are super pop punk, very catchy choruses, but then their bridges and verses are like breakdowns right. and, and screaming and things like that. They were one of those those bands that made that crossover between the two genres. So now you have people who are like, oh, I love pop punk. Oh, man, but I really also like these breakdowns. I like this heavy stuff, you know, and, and vice versa. People who are hev- super into super heavy stuff, you know, like Mikey. Mikey's in a super hardcore metal, you know what I mean? But, like, you will find Mikey more likely listening to a actual pop song than you will listen to him listening to metal. Dude loves pop. Like, straight, genuine Pop radio. Yeah, Mike Zero. Mike Zero, bro. Mike. And it's crazy. I was going to say, it seems like it'd be like the other, like uh, pop punk for sure, they would be in a metal, but the other way around. Not metal, so, not so much in the pop so punk. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's less, yeah. but like where Adversaries has played metalcore shows. You know what I mean? It's gone over well. And it's gone over very well for us. Actually. I was going to say, because I, I, I listened to, to both the bands today, actually, and I really, I really thought that the songs were great, man. But uh, the adversaries are are like so pop punk, like it's so pop punk that I can't I, I can't see the the I can't see the crossover. You know what I mean? And you know what's funny, dude, is like if you listen to the vi- what a, what did you listen to from adversaries? Do you remember which song you listened to? Um, well, I watched the video that you guys have on YouTube. Uh, the, the most in the bedroom. One? Oh, I oh, watched that, both of them. The one oh, where you were in the bedroom, and then the one where, where you were at 1904. Did you notice any difference in in that style of pop punk from from song to song yeah i think that the the, the one uh it, that was at 1904 i think that that one probably was a little bit heavier um but and i think that uh the the, the one there was one i listened to on spotify also i can't remember what the name of it was but it was more like a, almost like a good charlotte kind of vibe you okay know what i mean cool i like, like that dude because good charlotte's very first album i is probably still to this day one of my favorite albums as far as that genre goes it was the catchiest, hookiest. Yeah. Like, just brought you in with just raw distortion guitars and things like that. Way different than what they Ended turned up out to be. Lifestyles right. Rich and Famous and stuff. I yeah. mean, even that album was, was I was okay with, dude, because they were still had the raw guitars and things like that. It was just, like, overly polished at that point. But, right. Um, but that's the vibe that I got from that stuff. And then I heard South Paul, and I was like... Uh, amazed that that you can make the crossover, and I was curious as to how you kind of put yourself in those different headspaces because one is very much like like it's it seems like very community oriented, and it's like you know we're 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 a band of brothers and we're doing this thing, mm-hmm. and it's much more um, uh, I don't I guess pop viable music, and then you have South Paul, it's like a lot more aggressive, and like the, you have to be in a different headspace when you're writing for that kind of stuff, right? So, yeah, so um, even in Adversaries, I help write a lot of the music as well. Uh, our latest last four singles, I helped write a lot of those on guitar. Um, and it was, it, it, I wouldn't say that it's like a role I, I chose to write those songs. It was like for, you know, the whole time COVID was happening, we were like, you know, let's write some new songs. Let's record some stuff, you know, yada, yada. 
And I don't think anybody really ever got around to doing it. And Southpaw had just started. So I was, I was still trying to teach myself to write music again like that. Because it had been a long time since I had written music like that, you know. And so I was really kind of focused on writing some new songs for, like, Adversaries, um, which I we had booked us the recordings and all this stuff. We're like, all right, we're, we're going in the studio uh, on this date and this date and this date. And we're like, well, we don't even have any songs. And I was like, I do. I've, I've got a couple songs <laughs> that, that are ready. And they're like, well, all right, well, let's hear them. You know what I mean? So I went to them, they're like, I guess we don't, nobody else got anything else. I guess we're just going to roll with these, right? I'm like, yeah. So we made a couple little tweaks and changes as a whole band and things and um, ended up recording them. And and Chris wrote, um, helped write some guitar parts and vocal parts and things like that as well. And um, that's what we went with. And for me, I had, like I said, Southpaw had just started. So my, my focus was on writing songs because what we had talked about was like, let's all of us start writing songs we, every single member in the band can play guitar. Every member in the band. There's no reason that everybody can't be writing songs. And it just happened to be that nobody written, wrote any songs at that time. So I was like, cool, well, I did. But <laughs> it was also because I was not used to writing metal shit again. You know what I mean? Or, or hardcore and stuff again. So it came, it, that part came easy for as far as the last songs. But that's what I was going to say is that that's why I asked you what's two songs you listen to or if you notice a difference because our very first EP, uh, me and Chris had nothing to do with that. Okay. Nothing at all. Um, Forsyth Street, that's what it was. That so was Forsyth a- Street, yes. I wrote every bit of that. Okay. That whole song, dude. And they, I mean, they came in and helped tweak a couple things and do this and that. Um, but that was one of the ones that I helped write. And um, I don't know, man. I just... To me, it's a, it's a, you can tell the difference in a little bit of, of like my style, the way that I write, compared to the way that, um, you know, Craig and Nick and Vic had wrote previously on the last record. Not that it was bad or anything, because obviously it was good. I joined the, the band, you know what I mean? Right, but, right. Um, to me, I think, and I don't want to say it's, it's not a better s- style of writing or anything, I feel like we are maturing as a band in our writing abilities and what we know we can do and can't do and, like, what fits the mold for us and kind of, like, more of, like, what we see ourselves as. Right. Rather than, like, oh, we're going to write pop punk and this is, we are a pop punk band and we're going to do this because a lot of our new stuff that, like, new song that we just wrote that's not even out yet, we haven't even recorded nothing, um, it's a lot more punk vibe, you know, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, real, real fast. Not that... You know, some of the new stuff also has that, but it's, like, even the riffs, the everything about it, man, you got that more punk-esque vibe instead of pop punk, you know what I mean? Right. Now, in the end, the song in a whole is still definitely a pop punk song because it's got the catchy hook, dude. That's the whole point. You can you can make it as fast and riffy and this and that in any genre, and then you throw that, that catchy-ass hook on there. Bro, that's that's your genre right there. Especially when you have like the fucking shouting, everyone in the background, like the, the like the shouting the and gang like the chants. Yeah, it's how they're called, gang yep. yells. Yeah, yep. your little gang vocals, you know, uh, 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 uh. yeah, gang things rocks, like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, even Southpaw does it, dude. In, in Southpaw, we have a few gang vocals. You know what I mean? And it just it it helps to in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Insinuate, not insinuate. That's uh, accentuate. 
Is that the word? Accentuate? You know, I think that Ex- sounds right. Accentuate? What, what, uh, like what you're getting across vocally. You know what I mean? Okay. Rough seas, well sink, oh ship. You know what I mean? It's like the whole band yelling it. It's like the final. And did you listen to that? That was the yeah. video, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but you notice there's like big gang yells of that. Right. But that's like the hook line of the whole song, you know? Right, right. It worked out really well, but yeah. It's a great I, idea for live shows, too, because I mean, like. They if, do, if, so yeah. If your hook is screaming, everybody gets it's into gonna, it. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> but it's, Yeah, but it's not even just screaming because there's, there's like a not melody. Not screaming, yelling. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Not, not, not screaming. You yeah. know what I'm trying to but say. But yeah, yeah, so as far as like a headspace goes, it was originally for that. But, you know, as Southpaw has gotten better and more and more, it also depends on what I'm listening to. So I have. Two stations that I listen to predominantly the most uh, on Pandora. And, yeah, I still listen to Pandora. I don't even listen to Spotify, dude. Shoot, wow. yeah. I'm I might open the time machine go back to Pandora. Dude, but I don't pay for it, dude. It's free. That is true. Yeah, it's so. And free. I don't feel like the Spotify suggestions are as good as my mm. Pandora suggestions. That's true, Spotify, actually. If you start listening to the same like uh, artists, like I've been listening to the People Under the Stairs radio, I'm just like, okay, I've heard every one of these well, songs like 100 are times. Are you liking the songs? Are you proactive and I, you're listening? I don't like them. I love them. Okay, but so but you are <laughs> you are like like responding. No, to I'm that. driving. You shouldn't be on your phone when you're Okay, driving. but what I'm saying is that with Spotify, you have to be uh, Proactive. You have to be engaging. Yeah, you have to be engaging. Otherwise, Pandora, you don't have to. Now, right. Pan- are you now sure? Good. Because it's when you go to the radio, it just looks like a giant playlist. It's I know. Does it change based it, on an algorithm? It does. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Your playlist I, that you see for that band might be different than the playlist that I see for that. Exactly. Band. So it's just it, like it, a very sure just wanting woman, and you're just not telling her what you need. Exactly. Damn it. Yeah, man. Spotify wants to give you its love. But he, they don't. But they, they don't, don't know, know how to man. communicate. You're com- yeah. You're, you're, no, yeah. you're, you don't know how to communicate. I They're know. trying to communicate. Maybe you should talk to your therapist about this. I'm just trying to say I might cause a couple of fender benders, but I got a good playlist. You, you got it. It's but worth see, here's it. Here's the thing: is I don't have to do that on Pandora. If I just like a song, it'll start playing me a ton of shit from that artist. Shit. Yeah. If I like Pandora's it, good. Whereas Spotify is like, uh, in about a hundred more songs. Throw in something similar huh. yeah. to the song he hearted. That's interesting. Whereas Pandora is gonna that. be like, "Oh, you like that song? Check out this and this and this and this and this yeah. and this." And I'm like, "Yo, bet, yeah, all That's right, what they're good sweet." At. I do feel like Pandora's radio is much better than Spotify's radio stuff. Because, uh, but you know, there's the fact that you can that you have so much agency over what you're listening to on yeah. Spotify versus Pandora. It's like you can't choose. What's cool too is like when. Um, Pandora, after you like all these songs, it curates every single one of those songs into the thumb, what is the, the thumbs up playlist or thumbnail play, whatever they call it. Yeah. Your, your, your liked playlist. They turn every song that you've liked into its own uh, playlist. Spotify you, does you that. You can watch too. that. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't use Spotify enough to know that. Yeah. But what I was going to get at is that I listen to two different stations, and it's what helps me to get in the mood. If I know I'm going to adversaries practice, I put on Set Your Goals Radio, which is like a very aggressive pop punk band that I really enjoy, uh, or if I'm wanting to write some stuff like that, or I'm inspired by something that I'm listening to, it's because of Set Your Goals Radio. Now, if I'm listening to Southpaw, if I'm going to Southpaw practice, or I'm like in the mood for some heavy shit, I put on Lionheart Radio, which is one of my favorite hardcore bands, or I put on Terror Radio, and um, I'll get inspired that way, you know what I mean? I mean, there's some days that I'm not listening to music, but I've been listening to music all week long, I'll wake up on a Sunday afternoon, you know, with my son, and he's 
you know, ate breakfast. He's in the bedroom playing, you know, Nintendo Switch or something. And I'm like, I'm going to turn my amp on. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to write some music. But I don't go into it going, I'm going to write for Adversaries or I'm going to write for Southpaw. I just start fucking around. Whatever comes, comes. And if right. it's a fucking pop punk riff or it's a fucking hardcore riff, you know, I don't know until I'm in it. And I'm like, man, this is, but there is those times where I've written something and I'm like, man, is this, is this, is this too heavy for Southpaw? Or too heavy for adversaries and not heavy enough for Southpaw? Or is this the other way? You know what I mean? I'm like, Well, that's yours, Damn. bro. Right. But that's where I could just kind of be like, kind of doesn't even matter, dude. Like, I can I can make it work. But there hasn't really been but, like, one or two risks. Because adversaries does try to dabble in some heavy stuff, you know. Um, but I, you can't – we don't really add a lot of double bass in. Whereas, like, if you hear a breakdown from Southpaw, it's da-da-da-da-da. You know, the feet are following and everything. And adversaries is like, even if adversaries did the exact same riff, it's just going to be one kick. You know what I mean? Or he'll add like a little dun, dun, you know, but it, you could do the exact same riff in both bands, but one is going to sound different than the other one. Solely, not only just the kick, but whereas Southpaw would probably just stay open. For all those heavy notes, adversaries would da 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 da. You know what I mean? Like right. change the notes, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's a pop punk breakdown. Right. It's also the tones of the instruments and yeah, the, the, whole the thing. Di- completely different tunings. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so there's there's no way of being able to go into anything. It's kind of just what happens is what comes out, whether it's adversaries or whether it's South Paul. Gotcha. It just happens. That's interesting. Um, so what, maybe you can uh, help help us on this because I've always been curious about that that world um, and and Metal the way world. the way the shows work, right? Because you motherfuckers got like ten people on your on your bills, and I don't understand. Like Fifteen sometimes, like, man. Yeah, and you guys are playing fucking half <laughs> oh, an wait, hour wait, sets. Wait, wait. Before we go, uh, that was on Sunday, right? What? I don't know. I, uh, never mind. Actually, I, I I was thinking about the they were metal shows, and it was uh it, it wasn't metal show. It was pop punk. It was the Warp tour. Thing that they did at Archetype. Were you involved in that at all? No, no, okay, no. But that was like, um, was it actual bands or was it DJs? No, it was bands. Uh, each one of the bands. Oh, it was, was like a warped something number was three. Was doing a tribute to yeah, each yeah. one. But how does how does that work? So so we, we talked to Mikey about it, uh, and he was saying that there there might be like a bit of a stigma with like financial success in in that scene. Uh, like there's maybe you don't want to. You don't want to lose touch with your roots, I guess, or like lose your like. You don't want to sell out. Yeah, sell out. That's, yeah. Sorry, that's why that's what I was looking for. Um, but um, I'm curious as as like, are there outside of like like uh, this? I guess this is probably more for the metal side of it because there's plenty of, of of examples of very successful pop punk bands, right? But like when it comes to like metal bands, you don't see as much of it. There's people that I know that are wildly successful in the metal scene. That you, if I if I if I mention their bands, which I can't think of right now, you might know who, you'd probably know who they were, right? Mm-hmm. But like, they're still they're still working out like fucking fresh market when they're not on the road and stuff like that. So I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, there's like like hardcore bands in general, dude. Like, it's more it's more like enjoying the people and the crowd and the vibe and like the brotherhood and everything else that like comes with it. So you're not. It starts in the roots of it like that. So you're not. In South Paul, do we take it serious? Yes. 
do we think we're going to fucking get signed? Maybe one day. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Help support some tours, whatever, make some merch, whatever the case is. Do I think we would ever get rich doing it? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no, bro. Because the dudes that have made it in hardcore, you know, like my one of my favorite bands, Terror, dude, they've been doing it for years, bro. Years. And when they play shows, they play for 5,000 people, Some um, big festivals and shit sometimes. I was at Furnace Fest last year. They were on fucking main stage. You know what I mean? I was stoked about it. And... But they've never changed their authenticity or what they sound like or their genre or who they are because they've, they've never strived to be like, we're going to do. If you go to any single one of those dudes, they're going to tell you they got fucking full time jobs, dude. Right. You know what I mean? That's wild to me. Like, how do you do, like, how do you maintain a band and still do that at that level? You just got to, I mean, you have bands, you know, where if you notice they only tour like three times a year, it's because like, Homeboy's like a doctor and he's taking his vacation time to fucking go on tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's getting paid from work to go on tour. Or, you know what I mean? Or you're only doing like Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Or maybe you're taking a Monday as a sick day or something. Like, you have to just make it work, dude. When I was younger and I was in Words and Red, the hardcore band I was in, metalcore band I was in years ago, dude, I would just quit a job. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was just like, oh, we're leaving for tour tomorrow? Shit. Hey, uh, I'm leaving for tour. Uh, you think I can keep my job? Why the fuck would we let you keep your job? All right, appreciate well, it. At least you called. I'm <laughs> like, or, or I mean, I've had times where I literally just walked out and was just like, oh, go. by the way, today's my last day. I'm leaving for tour tomorrow. And let's like, let's let's what? talk about how you just find out that you're leaving for tour 24 hours before the tour. Let's talk <laughs> yeah, about that. Pretty, <laughs> I was yeah. thinking about that too. Like, you got the call. I'm like, okay. Well, dude, what? I mean, like, I'm young, you know, I was, I was young, dude, so, like, time management was not the, the, yeah. the, the biggest thing to me, dude, it was just, like, I literally worked to play music, you know? Right. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta go to fucking work, all right, when we get off work, we're gonna fucking jam, we're gonna play, we're it's gonna do this, yeah. like, I do. I, I do want to get to that, but I want. I want. I want to. Um. I want to stay on Southpaw and, and okay. adversaries for a second. I'm because I'm curious as to what, like, the band dynamic is like. Is do you guys have like somebody who's kind of running the show, or do you have, you know, delegated responsibilities? Like, how, well, what's the dynamic like with each band? Um. Both bands are entirely different. Okay. A hundred percent, dude. So like, whereas in Southpaw, uh, me and Darren my vocalist, um, we, we manage the Instagrams and the emails and the Facebook and, and talking with the uh, art content creator and, and, and uploading to YouTube. And um, when we drop music videos, we're the ones fucking handling onto the drop. And we're fucking talking to Mikey about the shows, things like that. Whereas, like, Mark, our ba bass player, is just is, he is an amazing bass player, dude, an amazing dude. And he's just kind of like there, dude. Like, he doesn't, you know, he has no problem helping him out. But he, but he's just existing. He's just like that. Most he's that. Yeah, I was about to say that's pretty. <laughs> Mark is the Mark is the ideal basis, dude, because he literally is just like he's got the biggest heart, dude, the most awesome, genuine, nicest dude, man, and he's just like, I just want you guys to know. Like he'll randomly pop in the text scenes, like I just want you guys to know, like I fucking love you guys, I appreciate the shit out of this band, and nice. I fucking love it. And I'm just like, that's your job. Yeah, that's your job, bro. You are the fucking. 
lifter upper, dude. Like, you just keep it all fucking, like, when we're fucking, like, stressed out about fucking this or that or whatever, Mark just randomly just pops in. He's like, you guys are fucking awesome. I fucking love y'all. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I fucking I love you too, dog. <laughs> Green, Greenhouse Lounge has, uh, uh, we're all playing at tears. And uh, Eric's Eric's heart. That's what that I think your bass player is. He's, yeah, dude. He's, 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 he's like the, the he is, he <laughs> is, man. And so uh, Harrison, our drummer, he's the youngest member in the band. So, like, I'm 36, and I think Harrison is 26, oh, okay. something like that. But, dude, Youngin. let me tell you what, dude. This dude, so when Darren, when we started talking about doing, taking it seriously and doing real music, he was like, I got this drummer I found on YouTube. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you found this dude on YouTube here in town and I don't know about him? Who is he? He's like, nah, bro, he's out in Hilliard. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Um, past Callahan. Oh, wow. Jesus. It's, it's like an hour drive for us. Wow. If not a little bit more to get to his house, right? I go out there the first day, dude, and I open up his little his studio band room thing that he's got, dude, and there is a wall. I shit you not, like, this fucking wall of nothing but fucking speakers and subs and fucking... He's got a full-blown... He's got 1904 sound system, if not more. Oh, my God. Sitting on his fucking wall, hooked to a board that his drums are all hooked into with triggers and this fucking ginormous fucking set. And I was like, oh, oh, I see why you picked him. Like, why you said this kid in fucking Hilliard, like... Bet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me and dude and he's like, "What's up, man? I'm Harrison. I'm out. You know, cool, man." He sits down. And he just starts fucking around, and it's just like, that you're just like, what? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? What are you doing out in the hill here? Good lord. He's like, who? Yeah. Where? What? What? How did you find him? He's like, dude, I just happened to stroll across one of his like drum covers that he uploaded on YouTube one day. And message him, and he's like, yeah, I'm in Hilliard, Florida, because he said something about, in one of his videos, he lived in Florida or something, I don't know. But my singer Darren messaged him, you know, and they had started band years ago. This is, like, years before us that they, they've been in bands before, but that's, like, how the story, like, how he met him and had always just kept wanting to play music with him because he's, like, dude, amazing. Like, when you hear the South Paul stuff, dude, that is literally a 0.1% of how good he is as a drummer. He could play that stuff in his sleep with his eyes closed with one hand. Well, that's cool he's able to use that restraint, you know, to, to be able to... Well, he's smart, dude. When it comes to writing music, um, he will write to the music, you know what I mean? Now, if I write a riff and I'm like, hey, Harrison, do it as like kind of like this this riff or this drum beat, he, he listens to me and he spices it up from his own stuff. He knows I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm drumline and I've fucking been playing drums since I was nine, you know? Yeah. It's my first instrument, so. So, and as far as that band goes, though, but Mark and Harrison are like, they're there. They do their jobs. They do their jobs very well. Rhythm sections. They're good at, they're good at just existing. Dude, we'll and say that. If, do they have a problem doing anything that, if they're like, hey, you know, can you guys send an email to this fucking dude? And, and they're like, yeah, dude, no problem. Like, they have, they have no problem, more than capable of doing it, but they also have no problem stepping, like, not that they have egos, but you know what I mean, being like, no, bro, go, I trust in your faith, like, go, 
take care of these things. If you feel like you can do this job better than I could, like, absolutely do it. And it's like, cool. It's a, it's a respect, dude. Like, they know that me and Darren have way more experience. It's for well, Harrison, we have way more experience, you know, doing things like this and booking the shows and doing the, the, the this and the that where, where he has no problem being like, cool, I trust you, you know what I mean? Do what you got to do. And, uh, Cause I know when I time to write a fucking song, I can go to. I know I can trust him to fucking write the some badass motherfucking shit, dude. Yeah, you know. And so, in adversaries, um, I don't have nothing. I I tried to do the social media for us for a while. Um, I just lost track with it, you know, and, yeah. and this and that, and like all five of us had access to the Instagram, and the Facebook, and the this and the that, and like. You know, every once in a while, somebody would post something or this and that. And uh, now, as far as, like, any social media whatsoever for adversaries, uh, our guitar player Craig does it. You know, he just started more regularly posting for the band of things. Um, and it's just kind of, he's just kind of fallen into that role. Um, as far as, like, show bookings and things like that, I get hit, hit up. Um, and Chris does as well more than they do. Because we're also, like, working at 1904. Chris is booking shows again. You know, even when he wasn't, that's what he did for many years, you know? Right. So, it, where, as in South Paul, I'm very upfront in things. And in adversaries, I'm just kind of, like, on the back burner. You know what I mean? Like, tonight was band practice. And it was like, yo, I, I can't because I'm going to go do the bottom of the bill. Now, by all means, you guys can get together and work on, work on music or something. And it's like, nah, we'll just see you next Tuesday. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Okay. I'm into that. Thank you for sacrificing adversaries practice for uh yeah, uh man. for for bottom of the bill. You hear that, Chris? We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Kidding, I love you, bro. <laughs> um, I was but, wondering that at the beginning of it because you were talking about all your schedule and everything. Was that? And then I kind of like hit me. I'm like, you're like, how did he fit this? Yeah, in there? <laughs> I was like, what did he cancel? Like, well, that's like when you were and I were talking about. I was like, I can only do it on this day or this day. Right. You're like, oh well, I can't on that day, so let's go for this day. I was like. Yeah. Cool. It's like a month away. Like, let that'll work. <laughs> you totally, yeah, man. I'm glad we really make it work out. But yeah, long story. Both bands are totally do two different dynamics, man. Do Do you think that there's a plus side or, or an advantage to one dynamic versus the other? I got the best of both worlds. Yeah, I do, because in one band I can just sit back and show up and do what I got to do and fucking leave, and where the other band I'm like. I'm the first one there and the last one out. You know what so, I mean? Like, so the dynamic is still kind of a similar dynamic. Just the your, punk, your, the thing. you're in a different like role in the in in each band. Yeah. So it's like you still have, but you still have like people like like controlling most of what's happening in adversaries, and then you have people controlling most of what's happening in South Pole. It's just that that's your job in South Pole and not your job in adversaries. Which it's it's good because it's it, it still goes hand in hand. I, like I say, I have both best of both worlds because I do have the pop punk. I do have the hardcore. I don't do shit in this band, but I do do shit in this band. Right, right. So, like, no matter what, it's like a relaxing one, and then, like, all right, I got to worry about this. I got to worry about that. And then the other one's, like, super fun and poppy and jumping around, and the other one's, like, serious. Oh, you know, it's like I have the best of both worlds in every aspect of music as far as anything goes behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, writing the music, not writing the music. Like, it's so much simpler. Do you ever find which, one, uh, which one do you think that you uh, write for more? I don't, I don't, I don't have one that I do. It's, it's equal. It's dude. Yeah. So I, I in South Paul, I'm the only guitar player. Right. 
you know, whereas in Adversaries, I'm the singer, and I have two guitar players, but every member in Adversaries knows how to play guitar, play guitar yeah. you know, so when I pick up my guitar, it's like, I might write a Southpaw riff, I might write an Adversaries riff, I don't ever know, you know, yeah. so it's just like, what's there is there, but yeah, it's, it's. You ever find it hard to, uh, because like in one band, you're kind of doing a lot of things, and the other band, you're kind of just, you know. In, in the role where you don't have to do a lot of things, do you ever find it hard to, like, not uh, judge the way that somebody's doing something or, <laughs> or want to take the role over because you're like, I could do this better? No. No? No. Not at all, bro. That's awesome. Not at all. Because I'm always... I'm why, curious. No, why no, it's because so it's like the, the, the way... Because <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy in, in this band. So if he's fucking it up or doing something else, it's like, what's his job? in the band, like, I say job, but, you know, like, that's the role he took on, like, do it to your best of your abilities, dog, no big deal, like, I'm, you know, I don't care how he does it or what he does, as long as it's getting done. Right, right, it's interesting, that would be the, that would be an impossible task for me. Yeah, me too. But I'm not judging him, because I don't want somebody in the other band judging me for the way I'm doing it. Right, but that's gonna, I I feel like, I feel like that's always gonna happen, though, right, does, you know, you know, if you don't ever feel the pressure from the other guys when they're Oh no, when they're no, no, I do, do I do. That's why I don't do it. Oh, because you the, get it. In the other yeah. band, because I know what it's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's no, I'm not going to do to them what I'm getting done to me on this. You know what I mean? Like, where I'll have some of the guys like, hey, let's get us on this show. Let's get us, excuse me, let's get us on that show. Let's do this. Let's go play with these guys. Let's hit up this, you know what I mean? And I'm like, there's steps to it. You can't do that. And, you know, you have conversations with the band and they understand and this and that. But, I'm not doing that to these guys because I know what it's like to have that done. And it's not, you're not getting in an argument about it. It's just that, you know, there's, you have that one guy that everybody goes to for an answer for, for something, you know what I mean? And I am, am that guy and would like to not be that guy. Yeah, I feel you. You know, so it, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, it works if you just, I think having both makes it to where it's easy to do it like that. Yeah, well, I think it definitely makes you, like, like kind of what you're saying, makes you appreciate the other situation. Right. Right, so it's like... I was going to say, the, the example that we had, we were both in a wedding band for all of, like, two months, and mm-hmm. it was, we were not in charge. We couldn't fucking do it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were just really? like... I think we played, like, two gigs with them, <laughs> and I just, like... I mean, we kept our mouths shut for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that, like, that's what I'm saying, like... And then, Got fired. Yeah, got, I don't know how we well, got fired. Well, it was fired. a mutual departure. But I I don't know. I'm glad that you've accepted. That's what happened. But we got fucking fired. It was a mutual departure. I will never let that. But happen. uh, but it, it was it was just because like you know you ha- when when we do what we do, we're so like efficient with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like at least like when it comes to rehearsing and when it comes to like you know uh the gig stuff. Like we're very on top of. You know the details. You're good at your what you fucking do, bro. And That's especially, what it is. especially in in the cover at the at the level of the cover band stuff. You know, like I'm not saying I don't have my slip ups in the other like the original. Everybody band, does, bro. Brian, that, yeah. that shit's hard, but like the 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 cover band side of it to me is so like after operating in the original band world, the cover band side is so fucking mindless and easy at this point, <laughs> where you're just like. You're, so you're like, dude, how could you not handle this? Yeah, how can you like, not do how, that? How can this not get done? Like, I, yeah. show up three hours early. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. For a cover show? Yeah. <laughs> you're kidding, right? Or like, br- or bring in like fucking like 
like you know a, P, a PA system that could power a fucking stadium, and you're we're playing at a fucking bar. Or, or well, the, some of the people in the band haven't learned the song, so we're just gonna play along to a backing the karaoke backing track. track. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then they gave me. The, Oh man, they gave me a guitar solo during a guitar solo from the karaoke. Yeah, track. So they, but they gave me a guitar solo. We played that song. We uh, didn't learn it. No, how, that's not a solo. Hold bro. on, hold on. So yeah, <laughs> that's a recital. It was, like, <laughs> bro. It was. We were playing a uh, uh, rude. How, how are you gonna be so rude? Yeah, copyright, copyright. And uh, <laughs> educational purposes. Yeah, and um, so. I thought that they had made tracks. I didn't realize that we were playing. I couldn't really hear the tracks that well. I didn't know that we were playing to the actual song. You're doing your job because you're playing to the drummer. Fuck, you know the song. Fuck it. You don't. You don't need to hear the track. And However, great. I was doing no the drummer. Oh, poor guy. Well, um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I was. Pl- it, it came time to take the solo. Right, and I hadn't. Uh, we're talking like we got a list of like forty songs a week before the gig. We had one rehearsal, so I didn't have time to learn all the solos note oh, for note. No. I was just getting the form down, you know. Yeah, so that's I start, it, bro. I started to take the solo, and then all of a sudden, I hear the solo from the song playing, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like they, like I'm playing to the actual song right what did, now. What did we learn oh, from that man. though? Nobody noticed and no one cared. Really? Yeah, yeah I mean, nobody, the bar was packed full of it people. Was it was St. Patty's, Patty's Day. Day. They didn't give a fuck. Oh, they were just dude, partying. They didn't we were doing our fucking thing. Care. It doesn't, it, it just, it's just like those little, like those kinds of things that I pay attention to that I'm like, how does that happen? How did we not get that communicated to us? And then on top of that, right. that's uh, the so simplistic thing, dude. Like, hey guys, by the way, we're playing through the original fucking songs. Hope you know them. And you're like, all right, but <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, or at least like I can lay out if I don't, you know. What I mean, like, right. I, I can make like like a choice in the moment, or but, play air guitar. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, like being, it does give you a different uh, appreciation being in both roles. I think, yeah. you know, but it is having been in the role that I've been in for the last like six years now. I cannot be just a side person. And just sit back and watch what's happening without everything in my being just being like, just take it over. Just tell them you can do it. You, you bro, can do it it's better. the it's it's the side hustle. It's the side hustle, bro. <laughs> Which do you like better? Do you like being on the side or being in control? I enjoy both. Yeah, I it's do. It's nice to have the responsibility, but it's also nice to not have it's, it. it. But it's also to give. It's nice to give it away, dude. Totally. Like it's it's. I have the best of both worlds, in my honest opinion, when it comes to music. Man. What do they call it like a control something? Not freak. What Controlled they call chaos? No, I can't think of the word right now. And when you want to control everything, I can't think of it. A control freak. Yeah, control freak. Oh, yeah. no. Well, I'm not a control freak. I, I don't think you are. Well, I, but I, also, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that I am too hard, too. But I, I, oh, I, you're, you're worse than I am. No, I think I am. Yeah. Because in, in our band, I feel like I'm kind of second chair bassoon. Yeah. But at the same time. <laughs> that is true. Uh, it's hard. Uh, it's it's hard it's I hard totally for, understand that reference. Of course. I'm just saying I, I, it's hard for me to just sit back and just be like, yeah, that's fine. Just do that. I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. There was, there was one. we. I've so, learned to choose to, to pick your battles. Yeah. yeah, pick your yeah exactly, and it's like, is this worth getting an argument about? Nah, Mm-mm. and same from my perspective too, though, right? Because like when you're the person kind of running the ship, like, and people are giving you well, you're sometimes you're too scared to fucking say some shit. You're like, hey guys, I really think we should do this because you're worried about what the backlash of the rest of the band is going to be. Oh, uh, you know I, I mean, for me, it's it's rarely scared <laughs> about how they're going to react to something. This it's more, great. it's it, 
it's more of just like this isn't worth the time that this is this like this right. is gonna ta- this conversation is gonna take a lot longer than it needs to <laughs> so we're just not gonna do it and I'll just go and make the decision by myself at that point. This oh, is wow. great. For See, I don't never do that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I always, always, always consult. Not that you, what you're doing is wrong. No, no. But I always, it, it, it doesn't matter in South Pole or adversaries. I mean, more so in South Pole. It's like, hey, we were offered this show. What do y'all think? These are the bands playing. This is the date it is. This is the time we play. This is whether we're getting guarantees or not. This is all this stuff. I do. I tell them every bit of that. You know yeah. what I mean. And they and as a band, everybody will voice their opinion, and then it'll be like, you know, the majority will was what we will go with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. The only reason I'm in that specific role in that instance is because I was the one that was hit up about it. Now, if one of them was to get hit up about it, they'd do the same thing. They'd bring it to the whole band and say, "Hey." What do y'all want to do this, that, you know what I mean? But we talk about every, we make it, we make every decision as a band. Very, there's only a few times that we've made, uh, what's the word? Um, executive decisions. Executive decisions. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. That's, that's uh, not you though, huh? It's, it, you know, I would, I would, in an ideal world, I think, you know, but because of the way that we operate, you know, we're constantly like, like we're booking out tours and there's like, and then, then we have like the album cycles that we're following and then we have like the marketing, the promo stuff that we're doing. And then, so what I, ha- what I do is I delegate stuff, right? So I'll be like, okay, you're going to be in charge of merchandise. So that's your world. Let me know, let me know what you need financially to make it happen and we'll see how we can work it out. And then, you know, Billy has been handling the budget. So him and I have weekly meetings about that and just seeing, like, where we need to not be spending money, where we do spend money and that kind of stuff. But when it comes to everything else, like, you know, if, we're, if, if I'm trying to book a tour or if I'm booking studio time or whatever it might be uh, or the marketing and promo stuff, like, I don't have time to, to, like, run the numbers and all the details by everybody and then wait for everybody to voice their opinion, especially if you might not be as educated on the matter as I might be, right, right. you know, so it just gets to a point where I, this is what you handle. This is what I handle. We understand mm-hmm. that. I trust you to handle this. I hope that you trust me to handle this. And it's not that the, that the things don't get discussed or talked about. Like if we do something, we all more or less know it's happening, but it's just that we don't, it's not really a discussion as to like, you know, yes or no, or or yes or no. It's just, it's just, Hey guys, this is happening. And it's like, okay, well, glad we had a discussion. <laughs> it's like, well, there's no time for it. You know? But see also in South Pole, I don't just do every, I don't do everything by myself. Darren, my vocalist does everything with me. If we know we have, we got delivered a music video the night before and the next morning we're supposed to go, you know, drop it on every fucking platform and by like, Two in the morning, I get home and go get ready for bed. I notice it's not done. Well, guess what? I go ahead and get on there, and I start fucking doing it. And then he'll hit me up the next day and go, good looking out, bro. I totally forgot. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's, I seen you didn't do it, so I fucking did it. Or he'll see that, hey, man, you forgot to make that post today, so I went ahead and fucking did it for you. And I'm like, cool. But it, it, it works that way. We are both, every day, know there's something that's supposed to be done and whatnot. And if one doesn't do it, the other one picks it up. Right, right, You know, right. so... It's a good dynamic. I, I, I don't know which one works better. I've just, the world that I come from, I, I come from like the blues world where like you have a band leader. Right. That's just what it is. There's one star of the show mm-hmm. and that's it, which I don't like that either, right? Like I was, I was on the sideline for that and 
me, like I didn't have any creative control, and that's really right. where I think it actually matters more than anything. Because like when, we, when it comes to writing, like we all have a say in the writing process. We yeah, all yeah. bring our own songs to the table, and we all collaborate on material, mm-hmm. um, and we all have like an equal say in that. But as far as, but you know, so I don't agree with with the narrative of like the jazz and like blues guys, where it's all like I'm the band leader and fuck the rest of you guys. Um, a lot of times it's the drummer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you get like Art Blakey and like, I mean, you know, there's fucking all kinds of examples of that. Yeah. Phil Collins. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I do think that there's something to be taken from both worlds. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's an aspect of of the democratic system that works in the band, but then there's an aspect where where it falls short, I think, and then sometimes decisions yeah. don't get made, you know, because no one can agree on something. Well, and and when there's an, uh, a situation like that, you know, which there has been one or two, and it's just like, look, this is what we're gonna do. I'm sorry y'all feel that way. You know, I'm, I hope y'all can understand. And then one of them will try to explain to the other one, like, why we decided to go that route and things like that. But, like, it's very rare that happens. Yeah. Um, well, before uh, we go on to uh, the grind time stuff, I want to get into the bottom of the billboard. Yeah. Uh, did you take a listen to the song? I listened to it on the way over. Dope. So, uh the song, so if you guys aren't familiar with Bottom of the Billboard, basically each week Billy and I will recommend a song to each other to listen to and review. And if we, at the end of it, we decide whether or not it makes it onto our Bottom of the Billboard playlist on Spotify. If you're interested, you can go and check it out on there and see the songs that have made it. Um, if you're not familiar with our dynamic, you know that we don't agree on, we basically don't like anything that the other one listens to. So it's always a fun conversation, and we'll see what happens with this one. This week... I recommend that was so wonderful. Did you rehearse that? I didn't. I'm just feeling That's good so today. That's so good. That's the way it should be every Vibing, time. Bro. Feeling good today. Vibing. Alan's got a good energy. You do. I'm feeling like that. I'm feeling like this is just easy you know what i mean it is yeah. dude. and uh that's that's what it's all about the big easy the big well <laughs> that's don't what they have, call new orleans you don't know that? make it weird and derail the conversation I will, you know what i mean <laughs> uh so that's the dynamic yeah <laughs> uh so this week's uh see i was in a flow and now you ruined it and now i can't think of this oh, shake me like a monkey by uh dave matthews band yeah. okay i love this song so <laughs> okay, so check this out. When I grew up, I, I grew up listening, like my, like my parents were like into Dave Matthews and I couldn't stand it when I was a kid. Both of them? Uh, well, more of my mom. My dad likes them too, you know. But like, uh, I couldn't stand Dave Matthews at all. And then uh, when I was like 20, 21 years old, I, st- I started playing in this band, that, that I, like the first band that I actually formed. And the drummer was a little bit older and he was like really big into Carter Beaufort, who's a drummer for Dave Matthews, who's like an insanely amazing, amazing. drummer. And uh, so he was like, he was kind of showing me some stuff. He was like, you don't like Dave Matthews? And I was like, no, I can't stand him. And then he was like, check this stuff out. He started showing me some of the more like funky stuff and like some of the more musically interesting stuff, you know? And Because it's music. Yeah, because it's <laughs> Keep music. going. Yeah. So um, anyways... He showed this was the the the, the Gru, 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 big whiskey and the Groo Grux King album was the album that he like reintroduced me to Dave Matthews right so I listened to that album back to front and I was like blown away by it and the second song on it is Shake Me Like a Monkey and the fucking horns on it are insane the drumming on it is insane I love his vocals and the guitar like like the, the arrangement 
Like all of it is so good, you know. Uh, what do you think, Bill? I think it's a wonderful, wonderful song, and I can't believe it's taken me thirty-two years until now, today, to actually listen to this song. It's a milestone for music in every form. It is an archetypal story okay. I feel like of you're... how a man became Dave, and then he also formed a band around his name that doesn't have an apostrophe, and we can't have an article in front of you his You can name. take that hat and shove it up the your face. The entire okay, song. Okay, because I was wondering if this was sarcastic or not at first, and now I realize. Like, yeah. how, first off, how many people are in the band? A lot. Like it sounds like 400 fucking people are in this band. It's so, so all over the place. Just nonstop. Whatever he's... It sounds like... You know what it sounds like? It sounds like, it sounds like the very insane, nuanced attention to detail. Uh, uh, thoughts of a schizophrenic, effective mind so is what genius, it sounds like. like. Yeah, like John Nash. Yeah, like John Nash. It's a, it's a beautiful mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a beautiful mind. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So you don't like the song. This song is... Hot garbage. Hot garbage? It's like, just nonstop. <laughs> listen to that horn section? I listened. How could you not? The entire <laughs> time, it never stops. Nothing ever stops in any day Matthew's been. I think that's the problem. There's a lot to, there's, there's a lot to pay attention to. It's cool. You can, you can, you it's can literally like focus the on Where's Waldo of music? It's so <laughs> yeah, fucking that's a, that's bad, a great man. Description, dude. You're trying to pay attention to one thing. Forget you it. Because you're getting it's, distracted by all the other crazy it's shit. It's all of it on. at one time. And that's my problem with Dave Matthews. That and his lyrics don't really make sense. They're kind of like funny. Like, <laughs> it's the 90s, but like, it's kind of cute. It's 2009, that album. But it's good. God, nobody could have fucking told me See, that it was from anything else for the 90s. But like, the whole point is, is that song and every other Dave Matthews band song that I've heard, please show me a one where it's just normal. I will listen to his it. His first single? What was his first single? Uh, was that? You got pretty sure it was that, uh, Crash. Cra no, Crash was later. Satellite. I'm so sure Crash the is the one single. I'm thinking of, though. Yeah, Crash is, Crash is the most, to me, one of the most simplest songs he has. That song, if you had gave me that song, I'd have been like, you know what? You've when heard I was, that song already. When though. I was in middle school, I was like, this song was pretty, was pretty good. Yeah, dude. That song was good. It's a great yeah. album. Uh, Crash song, is boring as fuck. The song that you told me to listen to, this song? Yeah. Mm. You don't like it either? Nope. What is happening in the it's world? It's like rage that we against... can't appreciate. No, it's not. Hang on, you, no, don't no. Let me, you didn't you let don't me get, finish. No, you don't get to finish that statement. It's not anything like Rage Against. It's the like Machine. if you put a, 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 a Rage Against the Machine record and Casey and the Sunshine Band at the same time, different tempos, and then just let that play for. I four get what minutes. you're saying with that. It's the guitar riff. It's that. Yeah. You know what that riff, that same rhythm is? What? That's Primus's riff. Thank you. That's like every that's, same that's like every metal song ever no, written. No, bro. No, that that the way he's playing he doesn't have a lot of dominant electric guitar right. in songs. In that song, he does. dude, when I first heard him play the very first riff opening of that was that guitar riff. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, this reminds me of like a collective soul ripoff. Collective soul, really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't really know what you're talking about. But if you're bashing Dave Matthews, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it, it's not so bashing, but it's like I didn't. I felt like he he took too many. No, oh, he took too many. Uh, it's a thousand didgeridoos all over. <laughs> like, like I don't. I don't necessarily say genres, but like 
the guitar riff of this style and the horns of this style and the drumming of this style and the bass player of this style and the percussion of this style and the fucking whatever else member fucking whatever it is in this style like and it was just like write a riff around this riff and you write a riff around that riff and you play something around this and it's like god damn by the time we're all done it's like a whole different song you know like if you isolated every fucking thing you'd never know that that was playing with the rest that's of that's what that's i want to know it all is, has a perfect piece like, they're all it's like a puzzle that fits perfectly uh, together. i don't i disagree dude i think chris, it's too much chaos my, this is where, where chris gets too much chaos this is where i need chris to have a microphone because i do you know what it is to feel like? <laughs> yeah, the lyrics, because I, I was reading the lyrics and everything, too, because I listened to it a couple of times. No, uh, 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 they're wonderful. Not one time did the lyrics catch me at all. Yeah. So I like the one where it's like, I wish you were a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but it's out like your back or something like that. What? That's, That's in the song? Like, yeah, it's, it's like in a, the song. It's like a bridge section. Shows yeah. you how much I get. It's I about banging, right? Yeah. He wants, to be, sh- he wants to be shaking like a monkey. <laughs> Dude's into some weird I get shit. it. Like your back to your belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Just because it rhymes, don't put it in your song. That's a quote from Billy Mack. <laughs> 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 Who's written how many hits? Trademark. Uh, so shut up. How many hits? Yeah. All I write is hits. I hit dingers, dude. That nobody's heard before. And I write bangers. That nobody's heard before. All I'm saying is that Dave Matthews must be doing something right. He's one of the highest grossing artists, or one of the highest touring grossing artists in the it's world. It's because Good when you him. play, when you, have a, when you see that live, that's a completely different element. That's a different monster. It's bro. true. One of the best bands I've ever seen way. live. You can listen to an album a million times from Dave Matthews Band, and you see them live. It is nothing the Have same. Have you seen them live? No, but I've watched a bunch of different videos. <laughs> I'm, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. Just the way that he, the timing of you saying no is perfect. Yeah. No, I was, I was kind of excited because you I thought had, I was going somewhere yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> no, I was just, no. I was just saying things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I just I've watched a bunch of videos of him live, and I know people who have seen him live, and I and I know the musicianship that him and every person in that band brings to the fucking table. Yeah, that I know for a fact that live show is probably unfucking. It is. I've seen it before. It's amazing. Uh, and uh, I you know it is. I don't know. Like that song to it's me. It's a controlled chaos. Exactly. Exactly. And if you. Like, I don't know. To me, like, you, the only people that don't like Dave Matthews Here we go. are people that Elitist. aren't <laughs> Keep going. fans of music. music. That's it. You like music so much, but you don't have a lot of time. Here we have Dave Matthews' band. If you want four genres all at once and just crazy lyrics, and he loves octaves, so you get the entire semitone range. <laughs> yeah. All 12 at once. You can listen to semitone range. Davey and the Boys. Uh, How dare you make me only, listen to Dave dude, Matthews' band? The only band song I know How from dare him you? is Crash. You what? Crash is the only song I do know from him. Oh, amazing. I mean, so much to say. I've seen other what songs you and say? listened to other songs. Saddle, like, he's got so many fucking hits, man. Maybe there's songs that I'm just, I don't know the names of. Yeah. That I probably have heard. You know what I mean? Seven. Uh, That's what a movie. great song. That's an amazing. It's, it's off that Pat. same record. It's off that well, same. Well, that, here's the thing: is I, I can't put that in my mind about what song that is. I'm, you, that wasn't a hit song. I don't know why Chris put that up there. It's a great song, but it for sure wasn't a hit. That was off the, off the Groo Rex album, though. Dave Matthews Band is for guitarists that really love uh, lyrics a lot, and I'll say he that. does write great lyrics. I mean, where are you going? What, what an amazing I, song! I think anybody could honestly, it's, but like it's just nonstop. Sorry, even though I don't necessarily like his music that he writes i can appreciate him yeah i can appreciate the songs because i can appreciate the musicianship and the and the composition that probably went into 
the making of every song he has, dude. Like, it's got to be so time, like, timely how long it probably takes to write a song yeah. for him. Well, I can, you the, know? I can accept that. This douchebag over here won't uh, even give him the doesn't even give him the, the, the credit, credit of being talented. He thinks it's fucking noise. I <laughs> which we had which which I guess I could I could throw him a bone on that. Like everybody's playing their instrument very well, but it, there's just four hundred of you. Right. So here's the thing: is like if you're if you're a drummer, you can listen to him, and you're gonna listen to the drums, and you're gonna appreciate it because it's it's a really good drummer. If you're a lead guitar player, you can listen to him. And listen to the lead guitar and be like, okay, that's a badass riff, and appreciate I, it. And vice, and, I don't and, like and, and Tim Reynolds. Man. Tim Reynolds is their guitar player. I don't think he's a great. Like, I don't like the way he plays guitar. But I'm just saying, honestly. as far as like with all the the chaos going on, yeah. it doesn't really matter what you're into is, or any genre that you're into. There's something in Dave Matthews that that you can draw your attention to because there is so many things going on. Yeah, and the songs are just very well written songs. But it's just not for me. Yeah, it's just not, and that's fine. At le- you at least give them the credit they deserve. I will give them the credit of how amazing musicians they are, dude. This guy is stupid fucking hat over there, just like in Go that fish. flannel shirt, just likes to fucking hate on good music. You know what Billy reminds I'm not me hating of? I on just good realized music. this. Like a, like a country version of Butters? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You remember the fish that we had in the office? The Big Mouth Billy Bass? Yes, yes, he is that. It's he, it's Big Mouth Billy, Billy Bass, Bass, bro. bro. You are you're that Billy Bass. How you doing? That's your new nickname, bro. Billy Bass. You just sing some. Uh, what's the song that he sings from uh, Cyrus? Uh, the Cyrus dude, Billy Ray Cyrus. Does he sing a song? You press the button. He plays yeah. "Throw Me Into the River." Oh, is that what he plays? Yeah. You, yeah. you would know that. So. Yeah, I had one. See? I had one when I was a kid. Of course, you had. Oh, one. so the I new one. Treehouse. Dude, yeah. the, the, <laughs> treehouse. The, the new ones play a second song. What's the second song? I can't remember. Is it Billy Ray Cyrus? I, I, oh, I think it's Don't Don't Shake the Boat. Or what is it? Don't Rock the Boat. Rock the Boat, baby. Yeah. Yeah, of course um, you would know that. Yeah. I remember he played two songs. I don't know. So, I don't remember. So Chris would be really way disappointed better than that I can't Dave remember Matthews. this. I'd fucking have oh. those two playlists just going all day. Just those two songs. <laughs> I would hate to hear music through your ears. I Why? really would because it sounds awful. It sounds like. Well, maybe it's his ears. It's yeah. for sure. Well, it's his whole thing going on over there. <laughs> I'm, but, not, uh, <laughs> I'm not hating on him to be cool. I just don't like his music. Okay. I can I can appreciate that dude because I don't like his music to either. eat to eat. So, but I appreciate it. Yeah, to each their own. So so does it make it on the playlist? Uh, no. Am I am I? Well, I don't know what else is on the playlist. So well, it doesn't matter if you like the song, you like it, it's, and and yeah. and your vote is yes. If you don't, then it's a no. Nope. You don't like it. What do you say, Bill? Am I six feet underground? Uh, well, I guess that <laughs> solves that problem. So. No good. No, I guess another pass on good okay. music for the playlist. What are you gonna do? We're just gonna keep it all fucking LCD sound system and fucking I don't know what a Vampire Weekend or whatever else you listen to. Sounds awesome. It's what fucking, do you listen to, Billy? That. Like, that's like it. That. That's bullshit. That's it. That's not true. Vampire Weekend and, and LCD sound system. That's what is that? True. Oh, and I don't also, know who that is. And also, he likes a uh, uh, deep German house music. That is true. Which is what? Like Are you serious? Hundred percent. Right. So again, I, I don't would even hate know what that even music. sounds like. You don't need to know what it sounds kind like. Of like okay. it, it's it sounds like it sounds like what you would listen to when you walk into like like New York City in the fucking seventies with, with with like fucking uh, what's his, uh, like Andy Warhol and people like that. And you're just like, you're just like, <laughs> what, what is happening saying. in the world right now? It's just people talking over four on the floor. Just, just saying random words. I feel like from the way you describe it, it would be like 
I could see an Audi pull up and a bunch of Ivans pop out in yep. Adidas drag suits oh, and leave their doors open. And what's playing is this. It's slower than Chugging vodka. And like. It's a little less metal than that. Yeah, they're, and, and they're also probably taking ecstasy, not chugging vodka. But, oh, okay. But it's okay. okay. I mean, you know, but you're, you're on the right track, though. It is very similar okay, to that. Yeah, it's definitely something they, I would not be They into. all look very futuristic. They have stupid sunglasses on with tiny, tiny cell phones. <laughs> and uh, and they're, they have the worst attitude on the planet. They're, about the, they're, they're terrible elitists when it comes to music because their music is actually terrible. Right. Maybe this also sounds like it would be in the scene of Wolf of Wall Street when Homeboy is so trashed on... Whatever drug he's Quaaludes. doing. Quaaludes. yeah. And he gets out of his Ferrari. Yeah. And the music that's playing in the background would be what be, that is. Be a lot With of, a combination a lot of, of work, and, and a lot then, of Tears for Fears, a lot of new, new, new World Order. Yeah, 100%. And then, and then, and then wow. put in a dash of Andy Warhol in there because it just doesn't make any sense. And then, you know, good to go. Okay, uh, musician pro tip. Don't talk bad about Dave Matthews' band in front of a fucking lead singer <laughs> slash guitarist because it will... It'll hurt. It'll hurt your feelings. It'll hurt their feelings. I didn't realize that yeah. Billy had feelings. It'll hurt feelings. your feelings. I don't have feelings to hurt, but... Obviously, you've been the aggressor the entire time. Oh, we're doing that right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it doesn't make the list, I guess. Uh, like I said, am I a pile of ashes? Yeah. No, I'm uh, alive. Beaten hard. I have There's love. a bear shit in the woods. No. So what else do you listen to, Bill? That was a question to Alan asked. What else do I listen yeah. to? Yeah. A lot. Lately, I've been listening to, like, just really chill hip-hop. I've mm. been really under that. People Good. on the stairs, fucking double Good K all right day. There. I fucking love that. Like, what do you, when you say really chill hip-hop, like what? Uh, Like, because when you say hip-hop now, it's got a, such a giant... Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a giant fucking umbrella. But, like... Uh, I just like uh, Flying Lotus is amazing. I fucking love uh, uh, the most like uh, I guess you could say hardcore version is probably most deaf. So anything below that like pH level is yeah I love that shit. You like conscious hip hop? Very yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. You like lyrical hip hop? What do no we call what do we, emo hip hop? That's, that's what we call it. Yeah. I like emo hip hop. Yeah, hundred percent Midwest. Most emo Most does not fall under emo. That's what I'm trying to say. That's like fucking pH. It's, we're getting close to acidic hip hop, but I'm more, more basic. You're more basic. Yeah. See, I I like chill. My my right now, anyways. Like my, my umbrella of hip hop is pretty diverse. I love stuff from like as simple as like I like a lot of underground hip hop. Yeah. Um, and like the lo-fi, a lot of lo-fi. Yeah, shit. lo-fi stuff's cool. Too. You know yeah. what I mean? So y- you know you get those those um. You know, your older shit, like your Easy es and your Big E's and your, and your Tupac's and, and, you know what I mean, things like that. Because every beat they did back then was like a lo-fi style beat. You know what I mean? I love that stuff. And even, and it translates into more of the underground hip-hop scene in like the Northwest area mm-hmm. um, that I really, really like. Like, so like, like atmosphere and like that. I love atmosphere, and side, stuff like that. Atmosphere is one of my favorite hip-hop artists ever, dude. Yeah. I've, I mean, like. Like the, the 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 wordplay. Oh, dude, you know, it's, it's unreal. Like, it's un, it's but insane. it's the it's his music too, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like the way that they are doing music, and there's a dude called Optim or uh, Pos. You ever heard of Pos? Mm-mm. So he was on the same label as Astronautilus, which is uh, Rhyme Sayers okay. for a while, and um, he's the same way, dude. He's very Astronautilus, very lyrically driven, so amazing, and but musically. This dude's doing 
a snare roll the entire time in a song. That's the whole beat is the way he's doing the snare. Yeah. And he's like rapping on top of it. Like, dude, you're just like, does a homeboy just rap on a, on a snare roll for three minutes? Dude? Yeah. Like, is that for real? But it's sick. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 so much amazing hip hop out there, man. I mean, there's like, it's it's a it's a shame that what gets uh, publicized is the bullshit that's on the radio right now. Oh, elitist, man. elitist thing right now. All I'm trying to say is the music that I like is cool, and it's uh, not cool. It is cool, and the music that you like has to be extremely complicated, and if you don't understand, what it, is it that you like you. musically that puts you in side hustle though? Uh, that I can play piano, and yeah. there's one of three of us in the whole fucking uh, uh, city, and I'm available. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's not even that you enjoy side hustle. You just are doing it because you're the only keyboard player. I like it. it. I like it because it's fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Straight up. Well, Wait, it's... would you listen to side hustle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. I, lo- I, I mean, love that question, actually. I just, I mean, just, I'm just saying, just based off of your, like, your music preferences and things like that, you know what I mean? I wouldn't... S- if you told me you played inside Shit, hustle dude. playing keyboard, I'm just saying I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just yeah. saying like, but if you told me your music playlist and it was like, oh yeah, I play inside hustle, I'd be like, nah, bullshit, dude. Yeah, yeah totally. I don't fucking believe that one fucking bit. Well, you listen to the piano parts inside hustle, you'd be like, oh okay, I get it. Yeah, no, I do. I have. It's, I was the the song y'all posted the other day. That's like a little little teaser video or whatever it was. The video. It's got some hardcore synth in that motherfucker. Oh, it was like a little bit destitute. It was destitute. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one that I. Wrote. And I was like, "Them keys, bro. Them mm-hmm. keys are strong." Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it. There's a uh, we, I, but I would never know that's you based off of your music preference. That's just one part of it. Like I like a a, a big variety of music. Yeah, I just, oh, like, okay. to give, I, I just like to give. I'm just saying, like, what I'm talking. Yeah, he's just like this. Is all you listen to is LCD sound system. Yeah. James Murphy's the guy. He was just on SNL on Saturday, by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah, it wasn't like. But <laughs> uh, whatever. But uh, 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 I love all indie rock stuff. I love stuff that has soul to it, or it, it's not he about like blues. It, though it's about it. That's not necessarily true. I'm just trying to say it's not all about the musicianship. It's about the feeling that you get. From oh music. no, I, I get that. That's yeah, what I'm trying for to sure. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. it doesn't make me feel amazing and good, or like right. something about it, then I'm probably gonna. Eh, I'll like appreciate like oh, this is like an incredible, very. Complicated. I know that it's very hard to play right, this, right. but it doesn't get me every time. But the thing, so, but so that does that does it for you. But, but it's one of the things it does it for. So, so this is the, it's the, all of it. No. The, so this is where we, where him and I like our conflict comes from because, like, I don't like like there's music that makes me just feel something, right? If I listen to like blues or if I listen to like old soul, you know, like like Ovi Wright and stuff like that, or if I listen to, um, you know. Uh, or like just any of the Beatles stuff, and that's my favorite band of all time. Like it's not about the complexity. The Beatles. For me. Oh, we did have this conversation. Yeah, we yeah, did have yeah. this conversation. I was about to be surprised. And I was like, wait, wait, nope. Yeah, no. I remember. But um, like there's a, there's a lot of non con. I mean, like all of hip hop really is pretty not complex, right? Like there's yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff that that's not complicated that I that I that makes you feel something, right? And then there's the stuff that's like beyond that 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 is complicated that makes me feel a different way mm-hmm. right it's not it doesn't maybe it doesn't hit me in the soul like, like if i like, if i listen to like you know charlie parker okay like, like that doesn't hit me in the same way that listening to 
like, you know, Derek Trucks, like, just fucking hits me, right? Yeah. But I listen to it, and it hits me on, like, a cerebral level. I'm like, God fucking damn it, man. That was so good. Yeah. Like, that just, like, like that was so, like, whatever happened in, the, in those, in that moment right there, the interaction between what Charlie was playing and the rest of the band, like, there was, there was, a commu- there was something that happened right there. I think that's that, why fucking Wolfpack is, like, fucking king of it. Of it. In the Venn diagram of them two together. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It's just, like, it's complex enough for fucking elitist musicians like yourself, like, what to really, really like. And then, like, for the cool kids that actually just, like, to get down and dance at shows, like, we fucking love it, too. And then I we like can how both, that in. We yeah, can both, like, 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 hang out together and pretend that we're not complete separate entities. You and, know what I mean? <laughs> and that's, and I, and I think that, that, that that's where, like, our dynamic works is because we're so different. Yeah. And it kind of forces, but, but we do Otherwise have some. Otherwise, it's going to be Dave Matthews the whole time. It would not be that. Well, but. dude, I will tell you who is really good at that, at the whole, like, like craziness going. Spore is really good, bro. Oh yeah, I love they're, Spore, man. Yeah, they're the best at fucking dude, uh, at, at live shows and, and dude, everything. So those without dudes, being crazy, crazy, crazy complicated, you know what I mean? But every time I, so I've seen them as a four piece, and then I've also seen them now as the seven piece. Yeah. And let me tell you what, dude. The seven piece. Oh, it's, it's that different. is a whole different level, dude. We just played with them at Dunedin a few months ago with yeah. the seven piece yeah, band. It was like, they 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 You're fucking crushed like, it. Wow, dude. But every the difference between them and Dave Matthews is Dave Matthews is every musician is playing to the top tier of their ability every fucking song every fucking time. Yeah, I don't right? agree with that statement, but, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like in Spore, I feel like they are playing like the whole band knows when to like back off and enhance Alex or back off or enhance Joe. Right. Back off and enhance Steve. You know what I mean? Well, they've been playing together for so long, man. Right. And it's all about jamming and building the moment, you know, and they just, they're very good at jamming. And, and furthermore, they're very good at jamming with each other. Right. The chemistry that they all have together is, 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 um, greasy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that, I just feel like as far as like what you're describing, you know what I mean? Like it spored, is that dude? They hit at that level that you want. You know what I mean. They hit at the level that you want. Yeah. Like, they hit the level that I want. You know what I mean. I feel like Spore is one of those bands that I feel like no matter what genre or what style of music you like, you're gonna fucking like Spore. Yeah, bro. totally. You can definitely get into it. It's a party dude, for sure. It fucking dude. They got the little hip hop parts. They got some heavier parts. They got this. They got the jam. They got the leads. They got the keys. They got the fucking sense and the sounds and the fuck, dude. It's but it's managed so well, dude. Yeah, totally. So man. well. They're yeah, I mean they're, they're amazing, man. They're amazing. And um but that's that that's you know ultimately like I think that it's good to have those kind of that that diversity in 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 what you like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like uh the the reason why what what we do works so well is like also is we are that different but we also have like similar personalities in the way that like we we have a very direct way of communicating to each other, yeah, and it works. You know what I mean? Yep. That's our relationships for open communication. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that's. But it's hilarious you asked that question. If you would listen to side hustle music, I would listen to side because I genuinely genuinely like the songs that we play. Whether it's his song, I, I my genuinely song. listen I'm to real proud my band songs. My band, I if if it was not my band, I would still listen to them. Exactly. I think it's important. I enjoy it that yeah. much why would i write something that i don't enjoy playing exactly exactly or that you don't enjoy listening to right you know? exactly yeah so yeah i agree with you on that 
Um, all right, so let's talk about uh, grind time and together we print. What, what are we looking at, Bill? I was just trying to, uh, just I was looking over the flowers over there. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, how did this all come together? And you can talk about that while I'm gonna grab a drink. Does anybody want to another drink? Um, nope. Um, all right. So, we're back after the bathroom break. Yeah. Sorry. And I, I did. I had to go bad. It's all good. I had to refill my drink anyways, so I'm trying to get fucking hammered yeah, tonight. Yeah, I got, you know, got me another glass. I appreciate the, uh, the uh, hospitability. Hosp hosp hospitality? Yeah, that's it. That's a good word. Sometimes I can't think about what I'm trying to say, <laughs> but I know what I'm trying to say. I feel you. Sergien, monsieur. Um, that's Spanish for it's welcome not, back. It's not that. The French and the Spanish, <laughs> they both say the same thing. They say Donata, the French say Sergien, which means there's nothing to uh, Donata is just like, but yeah, it's more like thank you though. And in America, you say no problemo. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's talk about grind time and together we print. So, how did you guys get involved in, in the printing industry? Um, so, Chris and I had been friends since like ninth grade. We were both on the high school drum line and uh, immediately became really good friends. Both love the same music, going to shows, this and that. And um, so we've always just had a really good relationship. Um, fast forward, you know, 15 fucking years. And um, we rekindle, not to say rekindle our fun, but we start hanging out a lot more. Uh, he joins the Black Creek Bastards with me. We move in the adversaries together. I mean, we just stay with the whole time. And uh, one day he was talking about screen print. And I was like, yeah, dude, I, I worked for Stitches and Screens like when I was like 18, 19 years old. You know, screen printing, washing screens, like, doing whatever else. And he's like, man, that's crazy because, like, you know, I want to start a screen printing company. And, like, it'd be pretty cool, man, to print all of our own stuff. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that shit would be dope. You know, I'd, I'd love to do that. He didn't say, he wasn't, like, asking me to join or anything. I was just, like, voicing my opinion. Like, yeah, dude, that would be awesome, you know. And then more and more, the conversation just kept going and going and going until finally we just, like, fuck it. Let's fucking do this. You know, and then and at the time I was at Tire Kingdom, and in the almost ten years I was there, uh, I was like the number one salesperson in the entire Southeast region. I mean, you're talking like a lot of states, bro. And I got awards and rings, and like, bro, I could sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> you're moving rubber, bro. <laughs> I could sell, dude. Like, there's nothing. I could sell y'all. I could sell you something that you already own. You sell me this make, guitar. That doesn't make well, any I could. sense. Oh yeah, I could. I I want to see it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, but like I'm, I, I'm a really good salesman, and that was one of the main things that I brought to the table with grind time, and that was one of the main reasons that Chris wanted to go ahead and move forward with me. Not only because I had minimal experience doing it and knew some knowledge. But because I could sell like a motherfucker, bro, and and we just started it, and man, and originally we weren't going to necessarily like start it to have a business, you know. We we were trying to print all of our own band stuff, you know. You get merch from somebody, and you're just like, God damn, that's a lot of fucking money, dude. It's a fucking ripoff or whatever, and it's like, why are we paying all these prices when we could save some money and just do it ourselves? Print of our own fucking merch. Let's have the baddest fucking merch spread anybody's ever seen. Okay. Let's do it. So we did. And then very quickly, 
friends knew we had a fucking screen printing press and was like, yo, can you print us these? Yo, can you print us these? Yo, how about you print? My dad needs some shirts for his business. Can you make that happen? Like, fuck. All right, fuck it. <laughs> let's, let's fucking. And then it just kind of never fucking stopped and just scaled up and scaled up and scaled up and took off. And it kind of is what it is now. You know what I mean? And we're not done yet, dude. I mean, we, we're going back to Furnace Fest this year as a vendor. And uh, we got a big grind time event coming up in the summertime um, for this. I don't want to necessarily say, you know what it is, right? Like our whole thing that we're doing when we go to Furnace Fest. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to, like, spill the beans yet. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Um, but, and I'll explain to you what it is. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to leave you in the dark. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know. I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... We got some big things, you know, and we have a lot of big, big plans for next year, dude. Like, really big plans um, that we're trying to work on. And, like, during the pandemic, um, you know, at the first of it, you know, they didn't really announce anything as far as for America in, like, till like, February. You know what I mean? February, March. And in that year, in 2019, February and February was the busiest month we have, I think, to this day still have ever, ever had. Ever. And it was like January was super busy, and then February was even busier. And then it was announced. And then March, we didn't really get hardly any more orders except for finishing up everything that didn't get done in February. We were still busy for the entire month of March. We were like, wow, dude, like this is, we could really do something with this. You know what I mean? But when everything kind of stopped and, 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 really really slowed down we're like well, what do we do we're like well, fuck let's fucking start a podcast dude I'm like well what do we fucking call it dude because like everybody already took the cool names like there's shit like people's like trademark like prince not dead and fucking this and that and you're like damn these names are cool as fuck like what are we gonna what do we do to set ourselves apart we're like fucking together we print dude because it's like it's a podcast because it's not just me and Chris. It's, like, together, like, everybody. You know right. what I mean? Like, you're hearing what we have to say, and you're listening and tuning in and fucking. So it, it was great, dude. When we came up with the name, I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. Googled it, searched it. And nobody had anything with, like, together we print, you know? So it was like, tight, we're going to do this. And we just stuck to a fucking schedule, dude. I mean, just like you guys do. You guys have a schedule y'all do this on, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing, dude. <clears throat> and Tuesdays are for podcasts. Every Tuesday? Yeah. Every Tuesday. That's hashtag, when we record, hashtag Tuesdays are for podcasts. Yeah. So ours is every other Friday. Every other Friday. Or now if <laughs> now I will say like now if now Sorry. if Chris has to go out of town a weekend that we would normally have a podcast or something, or I gotta go out of town or one of us has something going on, we move it up to where it's like Friday and then Friday. You know what I mean? And then we have the next Friday off. But right. it's it's Every week or every other week that we're, we're we're shooting, and it's been you know almost you know two years now since you know March, April, May, something like that. Of twenty twenty, twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen. When you start, when you started the podcast. Right? Oh, is that when the wait was twenty twenty when pandemic started? Twenty nineteen yeah. was oh, like no twenty twenty. I'm sorry. And yes, and then twenty twenty, which is you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty. I'm dude. I'm. Pandem- I, dude, I feel Yo, like we've been living in it for 10 years already. Yeah, yeah. I hear that's, you. But, that's exactly when we started, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. serious. We had the same exact story. Like, yeah. to the T. We, we started it, dude, 2020, right at the beginning of the pandemic, dude. It was like, all right, cool. We're just going to fucking hang out and fucking rock the casting couch vibe. 
very similar to what we are doing right now. This yeah. is not a casting couch. <laughs> our other Why setup was a casting think couch, that's though. That's the case. That's not a casting couch. <laughs> other, uh, our other setup was a casting couch, though. That was a, that was a casting no, couch. No, it was just no, a couch. That's, that's, a, that's a joke, obviously. But like this, um, believe it or not, this couch is really fucking comfortable, bro. It's IKEA, so you know. It's yeah. Swedish comfort. Swedish comfort. Mm-hmm. Swedish. Is IKEA a Swedish company? Are you kidding me? Uh, no. I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. is, is yeah. everyone going to know about that? Everybody knows that. That's a good have thing. you ever been to oh, IKEA before? And I no. have, but I've never bought anything. But you see all the names of everything, and it's all like nope. Norgan. I've never been to IKEA before. Well, that's obvious. I have only <laughs> went because my ex girlfriend was like, "You need a dresser." I'm like, "No, I don't. I'm cool with." Bas- baskets. Baskets. <laughs> 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 you know, like, I don't care. So, like, on Christmas, I got, like, a fucking badass six-drawer fucking all-black fucking dresser from her one year. I mean, we're not together now, but, like. Still got that dresser, though. I still got that dresser, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but that's the only time I've ever seen anything that I've ever personally owned from Ikea. But I didn't go out and get it. I didn't fucking know the name of it. It's not something to brag about. It's like the cheapest <laughs> shit you can buy, and then they ship it to you in parts, and you put it together. Oh, dude, like, yeah, I had to uh, put the whole uh, fucking thing together. I was super grown up Legos. I was like, cool, a dresser that is in a fuck ton of pieces. Yeah. I like, I like putting it together. Oh, uh, so not fuck that. I love it. I could do it all day. I hate that really? shit. You know, there's jobs for that. I know. I'm thinking about it. You could go get a job at IKEA building shit. I just shit. don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to move to Scandinavia. You like, that? You like Folding clothes. I do. I have weird, like, little, like, things that, like, I would be a really good, like, machinist or something like that. Like, or a, things a that maid. are, like, repetitive. And, or like, a maid. <laughs> I, what? Or a maid. A maid. A, a nanny. Maid? I don't yeah. like, no, not, you not like clean people's that. houses and do all their laundry. No, because I'm not like, like, I don't like cleaning things or what stuff like that. Oh, it's just, just folding. Do you like mowing the grass? Love mowing the grass. I fucking I knew it, bro. I, hate, I fucking I knew shit, it. I can't. But that's the only, that's the only you know what it is? Summer. I'll tell you what it is, bro. You like the satisfaction of seeing a finished product. Yeah. You like to see it a fucking mess beforehand. Yes. And when you're done, it's fucking... And then just like... You're just like, God, but he, but he yeah. Like, but he doesn't like being in the recording studio, though. No, I don't like being in the recording studio with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I could I could understand. No, that, I, I have that same thing. Uh, I mean, I'm I don't I don't love mowing the grass or fucking folding laundry, but like I do have that, you know, mindset. I I enjoy seeing something done where I've, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I used it, to do. It, it, is I would I would mow the lawn and it'd be all sweaty and gross and have a beer and smoke a cigarette on the on my balcony. You felt like, so complete. I fucking didn't you? did this. You felt like I the baddest around. motherfucker ever. Yeah. I knew it, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's a that's a that's a thing though. You I know felt know like mean? Mel Gibson after making a chair in the Patriot. I was just like, yeah, finally did it. Yeah. The first one or the final one? The Patriot. The chair. Oh, you know how many chairs he went through? Yes, remember? I did. The last okay. one. Okay. <laughs> Heath, Heath Ledger dies, spoiler, and that was kind of sad, but it's a good movie. It's a great it's movie. A great fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That, that joke hits that, that joke hits on several levels, actually. It's a good joke. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, well, anyway. I, I knew that, that that was kind of like how, it, like, if you like fold laundry, and I, I fucking knew that you were a... Uh, uh, yeah, mowing the grass. Mowing the, the grass. grass. It's just it's it's. Uh, you also like washing your car, don't you? I don't know. 
I don't like cleaning. He doesn't like cleaning things. Oh, so not cleaning. You like finished products of anything but cleaning. Yeah, building like building this. I was just like, fuck yes. Cleaning cleaning requires a little creativity, right? Because you gotta figure out how to do something. Like when there's when there's a direct. You saying Billy has no creativity? What I'm saying is that (laughs) Billy likes to. He's a he's a real input output kind of guy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's like here's the exact way you do this. Yeah. Do that. And I'm going to be the fastest and the best at it. Yeah, totally. No. Totally. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. Nothing uh, wrong Tetris? with that. The world needs people like you. Fucking totally. Tetris. People like me fucking... need people like you. Huh? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Keep you in fucking Captain Mike. Captain. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say Robin Williams. I said fucking. Captain Kirk. William Shatner. <laughs> but they both um, have a William in there. All right. Anyways, back to the together we So print. am I. Yeah. Hey, so this is yeah, my we, podcast. We, we did it. We did a couple a couple seasons, and then we kind of, as business started picking back up and the country started opening back up, we started getting a little bit busier again, and we kind of neglected the podcast. And those, by this time, we decided we were we were on season three, and we were like two episodes in, maybe three at most, and didn't come back to it for like two or three months. And then we were like, well, fuck. When we come back, we can't. Can't pick up the rest of season three. Fuck it, season four. Here we go. Welcome back to the Together We Print podcast. You know, and it's like nobody gave a fuck. Nobody cared. I think our first season had like ten to twelve. Second episode had like six to eight. Third one had like two. Fourth one had another like eight. You know, we're on season five right now. That's not really a lot of episodes. You tell somebody you got five fucking seasons of that fucking podcast, they're like. Damn, bro, you guys are really putting in fucking work, huh? You know, and I'm like, well, not really, man. Yeah, it's fucking, but it's 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 perception, right? You know what I mean? But we love it, dude, and and we do have a. We were featured on a screen printing podcast blog. Nice. It was like top top fifteen screen printing podcasts you need to listen to, and we were like number three. Hell yeah! Wow. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's crazy, dude. Within like an hour and a half of our podcast, only like ten minutes of screen printing. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you've listened to it, which you, I think I'm pretty sure you have, right? Yeah, totally. Have you listened to it? I've watched it. Yeah. Too. So it's like first ten minutes, dude. You're talking about fucking screen printing, and then the rest of it, we're just like our spotlight, guests, food news, music news, fucking banter, bullshit. So how 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 much has the podcast evolved from when you first started doing it? Was it always like that? Or? No. It uh, by the. By the end of the first, it took a few episodes to kind of really feel one day Chris was just like, yo, I want to do, I want to add something else in. So he Googled like food news. Just ran, These are just random things. Just like, I'm going to Google some food news. Let's see if we talk about that. I'm going to Google some fucking music news. Fuck it. I don't fucking know. Whatever. And then one day we all came to the conclusion like, man, have y'all seen this screen print? I'm like, yeah, we should talk about that person on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And then it was like. Man, did you find anybody else to fucking talk about on the podcast? I was like, no, should I? He's like, yeah, let's do like an artist spotlight. All right, cool. Yeah, let's fucking do that. Every, and then when Cody was still with us behind the scenes, that's like you guys do, you know, he had his own artist spotlight. And he'd be like, this is mine. And we'd talk about that person. Chris would talk about somebody he found. I'd talk about somebody I found. You know, I mean, it was a giant fucking segment. And it was like, we realized real quickly, like, three fucking artists is kind of hard to come by. Like, when you realize you're like scrolling through and like trying to find something that you, purposely like like it's too much we'll just do one you know and then but people really really gravitated and we thoroughly him and i ourselves 
enjoyed the banter when it came to the food news and music news because it was very similar to like y'all's chemistry. You know what I mean? In food news, it'd be something that yeah, he's, what's food news? Oh, bro, food like, news. It's 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 it could be anything, dude. It's anything, dude. It you you just type in food news or food trending food news on 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 Google, right? And there'll be all these different websites you click on. Is like, it about food? It absolutely okay. is about food. Okay, just making sure. Yes. And I mean it could be like Oh, Rice Krispies is coming out with a cotton candy flavored fucking Rice Krispie treat, and you're like, "That's headline." Holy news. shit, right? I mean, some people, yeah, it is right. And where Chris is like, "I would totally eat this," and I'm like, That's, <laughs> "That sounds like fucking hot garbage. Like, I would not fucking eat that, okay, bro. That sounds right. like shit. Like, I would not eat it." You know? And we laugh and we bullshit back and forth about it. And then there are two or three other things that we talk about with food. And then there's same thing we do with food or with music news. You know, it's whatever's trending musically. Like, so-and-so did this. Or, like, we talked about the Super Bowl halftime show. And then we talked about fucking whatever bullshit Kanye is going through. Or fucking anything, dude. Whatever is the hot shit or we think is cool. Or we talk about uh, different artists who's got albums dropping that week or that month or fucking day. Or you guys put that in your tags on YouTube and stuff like that? Like, like No, we don't. No. No. I don't know why. Be a good idea to help with visibility, especially if they're trending topics, you know, keywords and stuff. That is, yeah, maybe. Well, maybe he does. I don't never look at our descriptions yeah, yeah. on YouTube, so, like, Chris uploads everything, so maybe he does. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Because have you guys noticed, like, an uptake in your viewership since you yes. started doing the music stuff and, and the food stuff? Well, we've kind of been doing it since season one. Okay. It was, like, halfway into season one that all these things kind of just worked, and we it vibed real well, and we just have always just adopted them ever since, like, and never stop. So it's hard to say that we've seen something grow from that because it was so quickly into the motif of what we were doing. Right. You know what I mean? Now, do you ever get, get any pushback from listeners that are just there to hear about printing? Has anybody ever commented? Never. Or just never. Everyone's into it? No. Because it's like, just like we are here, it's like very authentic and it's real. It's not forced. It's not bullshit. You know what I mean? So you can tell when somebody is thoroughly enjoying what they're doing and they're thoroughly having a good time, you know, and I feel like that's part of the podcast, you know, feel is like you can tell like we're having a good time. We're, we're enjoying ourselves. We're talking with you and we're fucking doing these things. And it's like when you're listening to that, you're like, you don't even realize if you're a screen printer, the screen printing conversation is already over because right. you're so tuned in to like what's going on. Right. Like you you genuinely enjoy listening to these people. Doesn't matter what the fuck they could be talking about. We're talking about fucking catnip fucking varieties. And you're like right. catnip <laughs> varieties. Like what? I wanna hear what the fuck they're talking you know what I mean? But it's like it's crazy shit, dude, you know? And it just it's it's always worked. And another thing that's helped us grow with that is anytime we had like an artist spotlight that was what's well, somebody new every time, I'll send them a message on our from our Instagram and be like, Hey, just so you know, dude, like or people, whoever you are, like, we featured you on our podcast, Together We Print, on any platform you want, uh, as our artist spotlight, where we feature an artist that we think is doing some cool shit, uh, so go check it out on this date, and you'll be able to ch you'll hear us talk about you, and they're, a lot of times they're like, they'll fucking share that shit as soon as it drops, and they're fucking tagging it, like, yo, check this shit out, I was on a fucking podcast, and like, for us, it's so small and minimal, but like, to somebody else, when it's like, you were featured on a podcast. That that means the world, dude. And it seems so much larger than what you. It really probably is. You know what I mean? Totally. We're just some local dudes here in fucking town, just like you guys doing a little podcast that we think is enjoyable. 
But in the grand scheme of things, you don't realize, like, how much bigger that is. You know, so for these people to be featured on it, it's like, it's it's like, man, my hard work's paying off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally, man. So it, it's just, we've just developed this thing, and it, it has grown every fucking season. It's gotten more and more and more popular. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, Thank man. Thank you. Hell yeah. My brain's just like... Just cogs right now, thinking about like all these different uh, uh, segments and stuff that you're talking about and things. Do I? I, I but do. You guys I, are doing it too, though. You have we. Sure, you have sure. different segments. I was just thinking about more of like uh, what you said about how the subject matter usually is the initial thing, and then it just evolves into basically whether or not you have a good personality. Yeah. I mean, realistically, dude. Is that, is that, are you trying, is that like a jab at me? Not at all. No, but dude, <laughs> here's the thing. When you're, when you're listening to a podcast, though, you're, you, you are listening to it because the, the, the phrase on it caught your eye, right? You're like, oh, fucking whatever the subject is or whoever they're listening yeah. to, it caught your eye when you're scrolling yeah. through YouTube. You're like, I want to hear what the fuck he's got to say about it. And then you end up developing this need to know more of what this person is and hmm. learning wanting to know more about this person without even realizing it because now you're gonna go do that again to see anything else that they're fucking talking about that might be fucking cool and then you go back and you're like as you keep going and going and going and going you're like dude i fucking love these dudes dude they're yeah. so fucking funny or they're so fucking genuine and they fucking like and don't give a fuck like you end up fucking loving it shit dude it doesn't matter what the fuck you're talking about at that point. Yes, they the just, personality. It, yeah. Yes, dude. It's exactly what it comes down to. Mm. To have a good podcast, you have to have a fucking awesome personality. Yeah, totally. Nailed it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you, you guys are doing a really fucking awesome thing here with Bottom of the Bill. Like, what no, a nice guy. I mean, no, genuinely, dude. Like, y'all's personalities do very well. It's It's... You know what I mean? Like Left and right. It's something. fucking hot and cold. It's you know yeah. what I mean, and it's very similar to what me and Chris have, dude. Totally. And I feel like when you have that, it brings something totally different than as you've just like Joe Rogan and a guest or so and so and a fucking guest. It's like cool, but like you guys really know each other, know each other because when you know each other, know each other, yeah. it's a whole different fucking vibe, bro. Yeah, totally. And you shared a bed with somebody for four years. Yeah. Yeah, we actually that actually happened. What? Wait. What? Well we're, all, well, we're on the road. Him and I are the ones that share a bed together, and then Aaron and Sean share a bed together. Y'all choose bunk mates? Yeah, it just makes things easier. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because Aaron. You don't want to mix and match. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You just don't. Just, just, just pick it. Just pick it, and that's the fucking card you drew. What happens if you get in a fucking argument that day, and you're like, "Go fuck yourself"? It happens like, just about every single every time. Every single the, fucking day. Every single Have day you happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, fuck it. We're just going to bed. This back to back. Like, whatever. Or whatever. Whatever. Or whatever. Or whatever. Not that 100%. Oh Bill, you got to keep that low, bro. I've you never, dude, yeah, all yeah, the tours whatever. that I've been on, all the, the tours secrets I've ever been on, never once have I ever <laughs> chose a bunkmate. Really? Never. It just happens? You just pull straws? <laughs> yeah, like, well, how does it work? No. So, like, when I was in Words and Red, you know, the hardcore band, metalcore band from back in the day. We um we had a van, my bass player bought a van that had the front driver and passenger and that had two captain's chairs and then it was completely empty, right? So we built a bunk bed inside of it. So you could be on the bottom or you had the 
a queen size bed on top. Sounds to dope. say, and we only had a very, very, very tiny trailer. We could barely fit just our fucking gear in there. So you weren't putting bags and fucking clothes and all that shit, merch and all that shit wasn't in there. So in the on the bottom we had merch and all of our fucking bags and a cooler and fucking whatever else necessities. And then up top is where you fucking slept. So we would take driving shifts, right? And that's what we chose partners on. If I was driving and I chose you as my stay awake partner, everybody else is sleeping. You got two guys in the captain's chairs and two guys up on the bunk bed. Mm-hmm. Well, then who got to sleep in the bed next was whoever drove last. You know what I mean? So then if it was like, now you two guys are fucking driving and staying awake, well, you'll get the bed the next night. You know what I mean? So right. you're driving, good night's sleep, captain chair sleep. Driving, good night's sleep, captain chair sleep. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we just took rotations like that. It wasn't like we never fucking parked to go to sleep. We always had, for some reason, fucking stupid-ass long drives. Almost every fucking tour. It's like a fucking eight- to ten-hour drive. Yeah, that Now, happens. we could have just stayed there and got up the next morning and left, but us being young and punctual, we fucking would rather just drive all night, less traffic, bullshit, whatever. Well, then you get to rest. And the get to where you're going, and then you have the rest of the day to fucking chill, hang chill, out. You know, yeah, totally. That's, I mean, that's a big thing. Driving all day, especially if you're doing – once you hit that four-hour mark, I feel like – it, anything, it, it, well, imagine it, driving fucking 12 hours, and now you got to play a fucking show, and you're fucking oh, exhausted. That's stupid. I know. I've when you done can be it, fully bro. refreshed. Who made your tour, dude? Oh, we did. Yeah, there you go. You know, yeah, I mean, so. no, but I, I've... <laughs> I've ridiculous. I've, yeah. I've had the same experiences, though. Like, you, like, you get... we've. I, I've been... There's been times where, where we would play, not in Side Hustle, but like where we would play a gig and then we'd be done with the gig and we have a, a fucking 10 hour drive that shit sucks. and it's like bro we load in the next night is at fucking 7 p.m so we actually have to leave right now right so we drive overnight and then you have co-pilot and you have the person That's running it. it you have one person holding the map plus the fucking gps yep. up here and then you have two guys sleeping in the back, and then the next time it gets and your fucking passenger driver is your fucking that's your music guy. You yeah, got the, it doesn't. Everybody else in the back's opinion does not fucking matter. Yeah. it's the two guys up front. Yeah, control fucking everything. Control yeah. when we stop for bathroom. Control when we stop to eat. Well, control when we fucking. You haven't traveled side hustle. Aaron's got to oh, take a bathroom break every fucking thirty hey, minutes. That's personal. I'm just joking, Aaron. Dude, thirty great, minutes. I'm not. I'm just fucking around. It's not that. Well, bad. we kept fucking <laughs> gallon jugs in our cups with them badass lids. That if you had to fucking piss, you fucking ran to the back. And you fucking pissed and you fucking chunked that shit out the fucking window. Yeah. You know Way the I mean? road, bubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you all ever played Van Wars? What's Van that? Van Wars? Oh, so y'all have not. Is I don't that even, on never the road even heard game? of that. It is. What is that? It's when you're touring with a friend's, another band. You oh, know what I mean? Two bands. And, and, and you just fucking, you, it's kind of like you fuck with each other nonstop. Okay. You know what I mean? Like. We had times that like, you ride by and you open up the van door and you're fucking mooning them. And you're like, uh-huh, <laughs> so simple as that. Like, childish, whatever. And then the next one, it's like, I don't know, if you just fucking, you came out to eat and it was fucking chocolate cake smeared across your fucking window. And you're like, God <laughs> yeah. damn it. You know what I mean? Got me. They got me. You know what I mean? You didn't even see them come in and go. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, but, or we came out one time and our whole van was fucking saran wrapped. Shut. Like, we had to cut all the saran wrap off that would to get in. That would piss me off. Oh no, my but God. that's the whole point, though. Yeah, dude. Like, saran, why would saran wrap piss you off? It's not even it's saran wrap. I know. It's just the fact that you have to cut it off that would piss me <laughs> off. Like, God damn, you just added another 10 seconds to my day. We, we, <laughs> we, we, 
you know, and like that, you piss in a cup and you know they're behind you and they're like, <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> you know, you're like, out the window, you're like, you're like, boom, yeah. and you're like, you get to the rest of them, you're like, dude, did y'all see that fucking thing of water hit our van? And they're like, yeah, water. <laughs> you're yeah. like, fuck it. Like, it's just throw a firecracker in their fucking van. Do you know what I mean? When they're fucking going down the road, like, <laughs> like dude, That's like, salt, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wild. These are things that we've done. That's you know what wild. I mean? It's van wars, bro. It's yeah. not fucking not fucking with each lead. other until somebody's a fucking a, a fucking pussy about it. It's like we're fucking warring, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's fucking wild. We can't. We went to a mall and and this was the final. I was I had to I had to call it quits after this. So we were on tour with Harlow. I don't know if you know who they were. They were a Jacksonville like metalcore band back when we were. Connor, this, the owner of Archetype, yeah, uh, was in Harlow. Yeah, okay. that's how I know that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, you know, touring with all those dudes and shit. We were doing it. We went to the mall, and one of the guys from Harlow, or their merch guy, Jason Caruso, we call him J Crew. He left early and like went out to the van and like. I don't remember how he got our keys or how he got into the van, but, like, filled our entire windshield wiper bottle full of fucking piss. There you go. The whole thing, bro, right? So, no, nothing's said, nothing's done. We get down the road, and, like, he goes, well, he goes back in, and as we're all as a group walking back out, he's, like, takes his drink and, like, smashes it on the windshield. He's like, ah, motherfucker. <laughs> Knowing what he's doing because we're yeah. going to have to use yeah. the fucking shit. And we're like, ah, what a fucking motherfucker. You get fucking, you crank it up, and it's fucking bubbling up. It smells like shit. <laughs> oh my You're like, God. it's like, oh my God. damn, what the, what is, do y'all smell that? And you hit it again. Like, oh, my God. Dude, does that smell like fucking piss? Why does it look, one more time, make sure, hit it again. It's like, it's just overwhelming. You're like, dude, no way. Is this, are you fucking, we're already going down the road. You know what I mean? You're like, no way this is pissed. You're like, fuck no. this, pull over. Or pop the hood and you like open it again. You're just like, oh my god, the whole fucking thing reservoir full of fucking piss. Oh dude. my god, I'm bro. Like, all right, that's a good prank. I'm like, all right, I'm I got you guys. Right, we get to a fucking rest stop and fucking wherever it was, we we camped out in a rest stop both of us and we got up super fucking early. Where me and Connor did. Connor is the only one who can attest to this in person. He got up super early. He's fucking brushing his teeth. He's opened up their trailer, and all of their suitcases and bags are all out and this and that. I'm, I was an early riser, too, so I'm, I'm out there bullshitting with Connor. And I'm like, hey, bro, which bag is Jason's? And he's like, oh, no. Uh, like, that one, why? And I was like, cool. And I go over to the bag. He's like, well, what are you doing? I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't fucking say anything, <laughs> Connor. Like, please, I got to get him back. And he's like, turns his fucking back, and he's like brushing his teeth, and I'm like, that's what I fucking thought. You know, fucking open it up, find this little hygiene bag, got a toothpaste, deodorant, fucking shampoo, whatever. I ain't had a shower in like three or four days, bro. Oh, no. I grabbed this fucking toothbrush out and fucking went to town. Oh, my God. Underneath, bro, in between my legs, under my balls, oh my, God. my fucking ass, bro. And Connor turns around, and he's like, Oh my God, are you fucking serious, <laughs> oh, bro? Dude. I pulled it out, dude, and I was like, look, Connor. And he was like, Bleh. 
<laughs> like, I fucking stuck that shit back in the fucking bag, bro. <laughs> Zipped it back up, put it all back together. I said, Connor, don't fucking say a fucking word, dude. He's like, I was for whatever. Jason gets up. They all fucking do this. And the whole time, I'm just like, please, please, please let him put this in his fucking mouth, dude. Please. <laughs> dying dude i'm like watching him he's like looking at me like well, you got a fucking promise i'm like no nah, dude what's up i'm just chilling hanging out like whatever <laughs> and he go he pulls it out of the bag dude opens it up puts fucking toothpaste on it dude and about the time he gets like right to his fucking mouth like his mouth is open dude he's like hi carter's like stop like, no fucking <laughs> oh, no. and i was like no, oh my God. no, and he's like, dude, I can't let him do it. I can't, he can't, he cannot put this in his mouth. And I'm like, oh, yes, he can, dude. He can totally put it in his mouth. Bro, you could have started another, you could have started the first pandemic with that. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that- it was nasty, dude. There was a hair on it. Fucking, it was nasty, dude. And he pulled it, he was like right there and he stopped and he looks at it and he was like, and he walked up to me shook my hand he was like we're done it's the arm we're, we're done we are done <laughs> i was like are you sure i was like because the piss in the fucking the bottle was uh i was pretty brutal bro yeah and he was like yeah but I almost ate your fucking gooch. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fucking good. I said, cool. We shook on it and we were done for the rest of the fucking tour, yeah, dude. Fuck like, that, you just kept bro. taking it to an extreme to a certain level. And, and then, then it's Stalingrad, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> but, dude, I, that was probably the biggest antip- anticipation of my life. Just yeah. watching him get ready to put this fucking nasty toothbrush <sighs> in his. <laughs> Bro. Exactly, dude. And Connor just couldn't do it. He's like, "Yeah, we don't do that." But we we never open that can of worms. Yeah, we bro. Never. But that's the thing is, when you're just fucking driving and you got nothing to do before yeah, fucking internet was a huge fucking thing. Yeah. Before you could just hop on fucking. I mean, we had our sidekicks, but bro, back then sidekicks you had fucking shit fucking signal. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, you weren't bringing your fucking wireless laptop around everywhere you fucking went and fucking on all these tours. Like totally. Yeah, it's just it, yeah. It's, it, when you're young too, like I, I would do something like that with my friends from like high school and stuff, but not never like on the road with like other bands. Well, we and knew stuff. all the guys. Yeah, in the yeah. Bands. Of you know, it's not, it's not like we didn't know any of them. You know, what I mean, we're all good friends from the same fucking town. We're both from Jacksonville. You know. Yeah, yeah. We've been playing shows together for a long time yeah, so yeah. it's it's if they were a stranger you know i would approach it differently you know <laughs> but it would I mean? still happen but it would still happen yeah. yeah yeah i would throw a coke out the window and hit the windshield and see how they reacted when we get to the next stop you know what i mean yeah <laughs> it's like yo guys i you know you gotta feel them out I, 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 <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is bro you gotta you feel start, them out you start with <laughs> a coke can out the window on the highway well you do it in a foam cup you know what I mean? Okay, from so the gas station. So it just smashes the pieces. Yeah. Then, you know, when you get to the next rest stop and you wait to see what they are, they say or if they bring it up or anything, like, yo, I saw y'all throw that fucking <laughs> cup of Coke out the window, man. Could y'all, I'd appreciate it if y'all just wouldn't fucking do that. Or, yeah, you know? that's and then you just you're just like, harder. this tour is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, 
now, man. You know, if they bust out and they're like, oh, we fucking seen that coke you threw out the fucking window. It's on, motherfucker. And you're yeah. like, oh, yes, dude. This is what I'm talking about. You know, so it's like. These dudes are real motherfuckers. Let's go. Fucking uh, Van Wars. Dude, started. Van Wars. Dude, ask. I'm telling you. I'm not the only one. I can't believe I've ever heard of this. Ask any touring band who tours on a regular basis what, if they know what Van Wars are. I guarantee you they're going to be like, bro, I got some crazy fucking Van Wars stories. And they'll be like, oh, okay. This is fucking real. I'm telling you. We've never actually really toured with another band like that before, though. We did, we did Dude, a run with Andrew Scotch and the River it. Rats. The I'm telling you, if you guys have not toured with another band yet, please do it. Not even for the fact of fucking Van Wars. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> but for the fact of the camaraderie and how fun. Dude, yeah, having more fun. than just your personalities. Yeah. At the outside, hanging. Dude, sometimes I'd hop in the van with these guys. Or those guys would hop in the van right, with us. Like, right. We're all going to the same fucking place. Well, we, fuck? we did that with Andrew Scotch and the River Rats. They're good friends of ours out of Asheville. Yeah. And we played a show with them like maybe four or five years ago or something. And we just kind of kept in touch over the years. We've done a bunch of shows, show swaps since then. And then last year for our album release, we did like a three-day run with them or something. Yeah. And we just shared a van with them. Oh, and, yeah. And we just, Tell you know, me that was not fun, though. Oh, it was a blast, man. It was, man. It was we, so much we fun. We shared a, a, a fucking... An Airbnb with them. I was going to say Crack Palace, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, in yeah. Tampa, right outside of Bush Gardens. But you see yeah. what how it is nice with just in one van. Dude, imagine like a whole full, like five or six yeah, dudes in the other van. Yeah. Five or six dudes in this van. Not even for Van Wars, but it's just like... You, you feel a lot better. You get to a place and you're like, yo, these dudes ain't there. Hey, guys, where y'all at? And you're like, you're checking on them. You know, it feels good. You got somebody checking on you on yeah, the road. Yeah, it's a team, like, you know. Yeah. Maybe you are, the- you're a fucking team is exactly right. Yeah. Maybe we're just the uncool band that doesn't, well, nobody wants to do. Well, I mean, have you guys now, ever you know? reached <laughs> out to try to do <laughs> that, that also with anybody? Have to do with yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, like, I think that uh, it's it's got to be one of the scenarios that, that you know, the way that if, it, if I was like in my early 20s or something, that, or like even just in my 20s at all, then I would be like, yeah, totally. But now the way I think about things, I'm all about like monetizing the thing. So it's like, it's gotta be a scenario that makes sense well, for me. The other things that work too with it too is like, is if you're going to, you sit down with a band and you go, hey, do you want to book a tour with me for a fucking week or two? And they're like, oh man, that would be fucking awesome. Like, all right, cool. Who do you know in what city? And they're like, oh, well, I know this, that, and this, and I can call these people. And I'm like, cool, because I can call these people, this person, yeah. that person. And you fucking work it out for both fucking bands, dude. And totally. It's, it's not just you doing all the fucking work. Now you have the other guys helping out with the work, and you both are asking for the same fucking thing, or you know what your guarantees are, and this and that. And it just it helps in all fucking levels. Totally, yeah. And and we so we so that's why we did that thing with with Andrew Scotchy and the River Rats. But I mean, as far as doing anything like like long distance and for any extended period of time. We went all the way to fucking New York and back with fucking Harlow. Yeah, I mean, like, that that would be, like, like an amazing experience. I mean, and, I, and I've done that with other bands, but, like, yeah. as far as where I'm at right now, like, I can't, like, it's got to make sense financially at this yeah, point. we're in our 30s, but he's pretending that we're in our 40s. No, no, <laughs> it's not that. It's just that, like... he doesn't want to have fun anymore. No, no, I, I love... Ha- I it want- has to do with... I want money. I want to have fun. I just want to also make it make Makes sense. sense. No, you know I get it. I mean? We're older now, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was doing all this shit in my early fucking 20s. Exactly. I mean? 36 now. If I, I mean, was 21 years now, old, mind then you, fuck if yeah. I was to have a chance to go back on tour again, yeah, of course I would take it. If fucking Van Wars was a fucking option, would I fucking do it? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm never going to not. F- if I'm touring with a band, I will always try them. 
I always <laughs> always try that. I yeah. will always try 100% that. No, oh, 100%. It dude. sounds fun. It would be really great if I knew that we were all making a lot of money on the road though at the same time, you know what I mean? But you don't but that's the best the beauty of it though. You don't What's the stock options on? Do they sell <laughs> fucking uh, Sorry. <laughs> they sell bonds during Van Wars or uh... Bro, you just you, you don't never know what you're gonna do or when it's gonna happen. You just kind of fucking it's it's free form. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, it's, it's improv. It's, it's jamming. It is, dude. It's jamming, it is, bro. And, and it, it's it's that's the other thing is like you know you're not fucking getting paid very much money on this fucking tour. So it's like, man, let's make the fucking best of yeah, it. Yeah, there dude. you go. I'm yeah. gonna have the most fucking fun I could possibly fucking have while being broke at the same fucking time. Yeah, totally. I'm just I'm I'm just over being broke. So, we all are, bro. Yeah. So, so why not fucking help something with the fucking strenuous part of that and enjoy yourself and totally. open up and fucking just have a fucking good time, dude. You don't have to fucking drink or smoke fucking weed or fucking anything else because that shit costs fucking money. But you know what? You could throw piss on your fucking buddy's <laughs> hand. That's free, bro. <laughs> That's free as fuck. You can't, you can't buy that kind of fun. <laughs> every, yeah, every man is stocked with ammo. <laughs> yeah. And are, a gun dude, like, to use it. Bro. Take your pants off and moon your buddy, dude. There that's you free as fuck. Dude. Like that's fucking. It's fucking funny, dude. It is, and it's fun, man. It, it builds a camaraderie. It builds the team stronger. I, yeah, it hair is in your fun. chest too, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, I agree with all that for sure. For sure. Uh, not to ramble about fucking van wars for twenty minutes, but you know. That's, no, that's, that's probably the best story we've ever been told fun. in this podcast. Was, really? Probably at least bro, the best tour story. I'm telling you, ask Whoa. Connor about it, bro. Yeah, he, he fucking he's been you. on the show. He didn't mention it actually. I'm kind of. I'm not letting it. anybody know that. Well, I know you know, this I feel like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty going in. I, I, when I like to talk about, I mean, I'll tell you fucking everything, dude. I'll tell you, sit here and tell you my whole life story for the next fucking eight hours. I don't care, dude, because I'm enjoying my. This is a vibe, bro. Yeah, Hell I'm yeah. having a good fucking time. You Hell know what yeah. I mean? So we can sit here for fucking four or five hours. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'm used to fucking three hours of sleep, bro. I'll be back at 1904, 9 a.m. I'll tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm just saying. For me, I have. I will tell you the stories that mean something to me. You know what I mean. Totally. I will tell you the fucking stories that That's have a good story. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I was talking to somebody uh, recently, and where I was like, you know, I love more than anything being on the road. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, like I've, I've done like you know. Two week stints. I've done three month stints. You I've know done what I mean? Three months, dude. I've, that's rough. It's rough, but like, but 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 you know, I I, I love. You get real. Like like when you see that tour come up and you're like you're like like you know a month out you start to get a little like freaked out you're like man this is this is gonna be a long time out there mm -hmm. but once you're you prepare yourself mentally yep. because you know how long it's gonna be yep. and then in the first week like you, you go through you, stages bro yeah exactly you go through mental stages exactly and then you get out there within the first week you're just like in it it's you, a blast it's we're just, having fun this is sweet this is awesome you know what I mean two to three weeks in you're like. Fuck, I'm fucking tired, dude. Yeah. I can't give it all this energy every fucking night. But then you then get that one night off. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get that you get that rest one time. One night and you're like, oh shit, all right, back to, to go week again. one again. And you, and you get used to you just get you just get used to the lifestyle. Then you come home and then you're like you're you're home for two you're days come, and you're you like get on a schedule, bro. Just like anybody else's life. You you get on a schedule doing fucking even you're going to fucking job every day. That was your job for fucking three months and you you became used to it. It was a habit and you fucking loved it. Then you come home and you're home for two days or you're you're stoked to be home and then two days go two by days you're like, like all right, where are we going now? We yeah, get the fuck out of here. What's, like you, you get like you yeah. get stir crazy, you know? Yep. But you know, for me at this point where where I'm at in my life, I've had I I've forty five. I've uh I, I, 
I don't need the stories anymore. Fuck like that. now, I want. Fuck that. Like I want. Like, I you want, want the recognition I want, of it. I, I want no. I, yeah, the recognition, but like that comes with the band. I I want finance. Like I, I want to. You know, it sounds shallow. He and wants shit like that, fiscal I want responsibility. Mon- I want money though. Well, that, isn't you know that what I mean? the whole reason why anybody plays music, dude, is to get paid for doing what you fucking love? Yeah, exactly. And I want to. Fi- you know I want to start mean? getting paid for because it because you want to do that. Yeah, everybody wants to but, fucking get paid for fucking playing music, dude. It's a fucking dream. And dude. I and I think that there's you know the way that I'm thinking about it now. I think that there's a way to do it that makes sense. Uh, but I think that you know the days of of just hitting the road. And doing it for like just hitting every city that you can, and doing it year after year after year after year, and uh, and building your following that way. I think COVID has destroyed that that dichotomy. Absolutely. So for me, what makes sense now is that you know we live in a world of content, right? So you create good content, you release records, you make videos, and you do the whole, you build your social media stuff, and then you spend the money that you would spend on touring, you spend it on marketing and PR, and then you target the areas you want to go to, you create the demand in those markets, and then you tour based off where the demand is at. So you, so at least you can mitigate some of the risk of going on the road, because right now, at the point that we're at, just hit, just like putting out a fucking ad on Facebook that, or on Instagram that's going to target a city and pairing with another band in that city you might make a couple hundred dollars, but I mean that's gas in a hotel, man. Do you know what you are? You're the dare officer of music. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Like everything you said is 100 percent true. Yeah. Zero fun. No, it's. <laughs> it, it, you know that's an interesting perspective because no, because everything I, you said is 100 percent true. Because it's like God damn, man. Because it's well, as you it's can hear, right? But isn't it more fun to play at packed out rooms of people that want to hear your music, that know your music? Yes. Is that not fun? Oh, is it not fun blast. to like to stay in a nice hotel and get like real sleep and then like wake up and then play see, a fucking killer I feel like show? When I, I haven't toured in, in a long time. Yeah. So I have no idea what it would be like to tour at the age I'm at now. Yeah. I can only go off of what I did. When I was younger, as far as tour goes, and guess what, I never got a hotel. I never fucking stayed in an Airbnb. I never fucking did. And dude, we didn't spend fucking money on anything. Yeah. Guess what? We all ate once a fucking day. It was two McChickens and a sweet tea. Yeah. I mean, in your twenties, I wanted a pack doable. of cigarettes. Guess what? I was fucking bumming every fucking place. Yo, you got a dollar I can get? Oh, yo, you, yeah, you Lucy, real quick. Yo, hey. Oh, what you need a dollar for? Oh, I was trying to get a pack of cigarettes. Oh, bro, I'll take you to the store and get you a pack of cigarettes. Bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I fucking got my cigarettes or fucking beer money or fucking whatever the fuck it was. Like, I was also the only one over 21 at the time. When I first tour, when I went on my first tour, I was 20 years old. My fucking drummer was 14. Oh, my God. I had to go to his parents and get permission from them. He was, home- <laughs> he was homeschooled, thank God. But. <laughs> I had, I had, dude, and they had to, like, make me sign, like, a, a responsibility fucking thing, like a, a temporary guardianship type thing. and like Permission slot. Yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. And, and uh, you know, he had to bring his week's worth of schoolwork with him. <laughs> and I had, to, <laughs> I had to make sure he did it, right? A, I, a 20-year-old kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> you fucking make right. sure you do your homework. Oh, yeah, and so, I, I, guess what? I didn't. Yeah, and on the <laughs> no, on the drive it. home from We're New York, flashcards for Joey. It's gonna <laughs> no. be great. So on the way home from New York to Jacksonville, we had twenty four hour drive. Yeah, and I said, "Guess what, bro? You ain't done no schoolwork yet, have you?" And he's like, "No." I'm like, 
got 24 hours <laughs> to do seven days worth of fucking schoolwork. He's like, all right. You see him back there with a little flashlight fucking. Hey, dude, Home we, school we work, fucking, yeah. we, he got like three hours of sleep, dude, but guess what? He did it. It was all fucking done. Bro, it's, it's, it's an amazing lifestyle, and I, and I love that. You know, and 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 we and we don't tour like in in long stints right now. We do like little weekend runs and stuff at the moment, and uh, and and I and I love it. Like I, I love. It doesn't matter if we make money or not. I love the experience. And I'm, yes. I'm in my thirties, and I still love the experience. Yes, yeah, However, I want to have a nice house. I want to be able to you travel. Want to strive for more than that. Yeah, you know, like I want I want to travel without it having to be for work. You know what I mean? I want to have like nice things i want to live in a place that's not infested with roaches it'd be nice right. to just have like just to live like at the bare minimum standard you know right. what i mean yes. Which, but you need to be realistic no i don't i that's, think i think a good bumper sticker would be just plan to do something stupid at least once a year just completely irresponsible. Bro, I'm I'm trying to make a career out of music. Every day of my life is doing something stupid. No, you know what I mean? no it's, it's, a struggle. it's not because you're doing it responsibly. I'm saying... I'm not doing it responsibly. You are. Now I am, yeah. I'm just saying now, but I'm just saying like maybe that's that's what you should think about doing is to get you know a little bit of the dust off. I, do, I, I give myself one day out of the year... To like pull an all nighter and go like fucking eight shit. One day, I'm but saying even, but even one these days, week. Even these days, I really can't even you're, do you're that. You're paying for it for two days afterwards. Yeah, and I, and I, and, and, because, and you got like, time for that. You don't have time. I got to call that. out of work now. My paycheck's too short. Now I'm short on rent. At the fucking beginning of the well, month. Well, like, I, I don't work like a day job, but, but like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's, that's, it's all down. Yeah, like it's, I still, but like I still, I end up having to put things off, and then it ends up when, when I recover finally, it's like, well, now I'm backed up, and I have all this shit. And you plate. stress yourself out even more Completely. because of the fucking one. Decision. It's just, it just doesn't make it. it just, yeah, I'm it's at, just part of being. That's, that's you know what they call that? That's fucking being an adult, bro. Yeah, I'm trying after life. thirty after thirty two years. I'm trying to finally. I be blacked an adult, out you know? one time in the last fucking ten years, drunk. It was like Chris's stocked the bar. Party for his not party. you, Chris Underdahl. So. Yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris Richard, <laughs> my business partner, and uh, so he had a stock the bar party for his wedding. Everybody that came it was a it was a white trash party. Nice. Everybody had to fucking be fucking white trash. Billy, you'd fucking fit in that outfit perfectly. So everybody wears white and stuff. <laughs> I mean, he could he could show up wearing whatever. No, the whole point was a little like a party. redneck. You know what I mean? You show up looking like that's fucking- our word. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I, but I, I didn't, that was one of those things I make sure I took off work. I didn't have Jackson that weekend. I didn't have to fucking do, you know what I mean? It was, it all, the stars aligned. So I fucking took advantage of it. And boy, did I take advantage. Yeah. I blacked out. I fucking woke up the next day and was like, holy fuck. What? Are you serious? This is crazy. Did I pay for it the next day? I had to pick up my son the next morning. I'm like, shit. Picking up. He's like, hey, daddy, what's up? I'm like, shh. That's too loud, bro. Yeah, it's too loud. Like, but you know, it's it, it. doesn't matter which way you pay for it. It's like it's hard to do that as you're when you become a responsible adult. Yeah, and just, I, and I just don't want to have to pay for it anymore. I want to get, get paid. No, for I, my I, thing. I'm a hundred percent with you. I yeah. just don't want to let go. Yet, like for a, a long time. Have honestly. you have you guys ever taken a bottom of the bill trip? Uh, I mean, with we're the on boys. The, we're, no, listen, no, 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 listen, listen. I mean, well, before Where we they, going for Lauderdale for the weekend sounds nice. So with with grind time now, it's a business opposed to a podcast, but together we print and grind time, same thing, you know. But 
we once a year we try to put money aside throughout our jobs to take a little vacation for ourselves. Yeah, it's whether a it's team building. Two three, it, dude, it is. We went yeah. to fucking uh, Atlantic City last year. Yeah, and um, there was a screen printing convention, so it worked out. You know what I mean? That's that's why we chose there, and then went to the screen printing convention for a day or two. And then, like, hung out at fucking Caesars and gambling and fucking drinking and fucking having a fucking blast and walking the strip and just fucking having a fucking good time with no worries. And it fucking helps. Yeah. Totally. Dramatically. No, it's all work. We've never done that. No, well, well it's, it's not that I, you know, I would, it's not that I haven't thought about doing something like that. We just don't have, like, you know, income to do, like. Right. You're, this is it. Whereas Grind Time brings in income yeah, for and, us and, to do that. And, and Side Hustle hasn't but, uh, generated I mean, enough income to even set aside to do that. And I also have to be able to do that for my girlfriend first before I can do, I can't Before just, you take a Billy on a vacation, yeah, you gotta take your like, girlfriend first. It's like, honey... Uh, I'd set up for a holiday party at a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or my house, for fuck's sake. All right. Oh, we gotta get God. to unpopular opinions, yeah, but this do. has been fucking... Yeah, this bro, has been it's great, been man. so much fun, man. Thank you for doing this. Don't, yeah. get, don't get old is the moral of, of what get, we just said. I'm, because yeah. fucking A, it's... Boring. I'm not getting it's old. It's just more boring I just, than I just wanna, anyways. I want to be able to have fun, like in a way where I'm not struggling for, like, or paying I'm for right it later. I'm right there with like, you, but it just—you it, don't have to say it out loud. I think that's just life in general, though, bro. Yeah, totally. Nobody wants to have to struggle for any fucking thing, dude. Totally. And it's just fucking part of being a goddamn adult. I so like, I want to party really hard and just not to look at the fucking bill at the end of it and worry about. Yeah, it. that's right. I'm exactly. Dude. I'm still down to fucking party and hang out, bro. Yeah. I just don't want to know. But I just don't want to be the guy to pay for it all. Yeah. And I'm in. Or if I have to be it not stress me the fuck out exactly thank and you I, i'm in is. hard denial that i'm not 26 right now yeah <laughs> uh, well you better uh, get over that but i'm fine um i'm, I'm fine i'm, I'm good fine. so what what's what's this unpopular opinion thing what's okay that? so you've so never like watched a, a podcast before it's like a, it's no, like, no yeah. problem not all the but way no, through just, yeah, i know yeah. um so okay basically what we do is we uh go around just say an opinion that's unpopular and we discuss it uh, and that's literally it. So oh. Billy usually starts it off. So him and I go first, and then you'll okay. do yours okay. last. So Billy usually starts it off. Do yours first, actually. Oh, because you don't know what yours is no, yet? No, I, I do know what it is, but I, th- I, I think it'll be better if I'm second. Okay, so my I had I was watching this show. I'm going to preface this. There's a show on Netflix right now called uh, Inventing Anna. Have you guys watched it? Mm-mm. I haven't watched it yet, but I know all about the actual story because it was like a crime documentary, and I saw like all the documentaries about it. It's a good story. It's, yeah, it was really a really good show. Oh, yeah, actually. it's pretty interesting. So, but I was watching it, and I, was, I looked over at Chelsea, and I was like, fashion has to be the lowest form of art that there is. Oh, I see. Ooh. That's pretty unpopular, yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. And, here, and, I, and here's what I'll say, okay, is that there's elitism in every art form, right? Like, you're going to find that that kind of classism, elitism thing. Like, you know, this is for poor people. This is for rich people type thing. But with fashion, it's like exclusively what is acceptable and good is only what's, accept- what's, what's expensive and made by certain designers. And that's it. And, yeah. and, uh, and beyond that, if you try to look like that and fail... There's no respect for you. You are a you are oh, yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. You are you're, dog you're, shit. Yep. You, you did not succeed. Fuck off. Fuck you. Yep. Exactly. And and it's it's all so superficial. At least with music and other in other forms of like the fine arts. You're still respected in, in any way. And, and it's and it's in it's an intrinsic 
value that it has, right? We were creating music from the, from the moment that we existed. Right. Clothes and fashion serve no purpose other than just clothe us. Do you think, That's it. Do you think that it's like more elitist is what you're trying to say? I think that it is the most surfaced. It wasn't and, a joke, boys. No, I think it's the most surfaced and lowest uh, uh, form of art that there is. It, it is an art. To be able to, to think like that and use your clothes as a form of expression is art. I kind of agree with you because uh, the fashion is uh, like with the, like the high fashion and everything like that. It's not functional. There's but, no function. But everything that you it's, wear yeah. was fashioned and created and everything so, like that. Yeah, but, I think but, what you're saying is, yeah. is, is that, that, that the people who make it, it does not has nothing to do with that. It is the actual designers of it that's like, oh, I'm going to fucking take this and rip it across here and fucking, and it's going to sell for $200. And you're like, what the fuck? What the fucking was the purpose of that? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, so it's stupid. Exactly. And, and the fact that if it's not, if that same thing Not the guy done, who had to sew it together. He's fucking busting his ass. He knows how to fucking sew. That's a hell of an art, dude. Or you she, 2022, I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or um, them. But, uh, but, uh, but even beyond that, it's like, it doesn't matter that the rip is there. It's who ripped it, right? Because right. Like, anybody could have ripped it and it's like you're a fucking idiot, but like, <laughs> but like, this one designer fucking ripped it, and now it's a statement. Yeah, it's pretty unpopular. And that's a yeah. unique, that's a unique uh, um, characteristic to fashion. That's not a thing because in music. On the other hand, like what what Chris and I do is I definitely an art form. That. You know what yeah. I mean? But we also are not the ones designing. People are sending over their designs, and we're just the ones manufacturing it. Right. Right. It's not. It's not. To, it's not to like take away from like the like the like the the the, the, manufacturing the skill of, of putting the thing right, together. Right. right? That. Obviously, yep. that's a skill. I'm just saying the 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 appreciation of the art and the art form itself, uh, like the art of fashion, the industry of fashion, yes. is a joke. It it's the, the, lowest, lo- the lowest form, form of, yeah. of of yeah. of art, in my opinion. I I I would agree with that unpopular opinion. I like it. What do you think, Bill? I would disagree. Yeah. You would disagree. Yeah. 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 What? Why? Because it is extremely uh, artistic and very hard to create those things. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it is art. The, the I only, didn't say it was an art. Well, it's the lowest form of it. No, exactly. But I think it is a high form of art uh, in the fact that uh, the only thing that makes you think that it's not art is because it is functional. No, no, no. It's not because it. The, the the a lot of the designs don't actually serve any kind of function. It's it's the the designs themselves serve no no function. Right. It's right. it's it's yeah. just who made them that make it the the, the that make it valuable. You could argue that with music and art and everything. That's not necessarily true though. It's also it, it why it's an unpopular show because I can listen because I can listen to music written by anybody. Yeah. And and it could be good or it could be bad. Sure. But that's not the same it. thing with fashion. Yeah. That's. But, like, you could say that it could be good or bad, but you could look at, a, like, super high fashion art and be like, oh, that's awful. The same way that you could look at pop art, right, but, pop but, but, music, and right, everything but, like but that. The estab- but, but because, the establishment- like, Adele's like, oh, I'm going to make a new song, and then she, she does, and then everybody else's records get put on hold for fucking six months it does, because she's Adele. It doesn't take away... It's the same way with fucking uh, Ralph Lauren it, making a new fucking set of jeans. It doesn't it's the take, same fucking thing. No, man, because... It the, is. It's a name. That's it. I don't think Ralph Lauren has made jeans and I don't know how. Oh, whatever. I'm not obviously <laughs> into high fashion. No, yeah, I'm it. saying I I, it's it's. There's like there's certain like atten- there's certain details, right? That 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 make something either 
workable or not workable in fashion. What you're right. saying, I think, is like who decides that what this guy's saying is fashion is fashion. You know what I mean? It's right. like who told Ralph Lauren that his jeans were worth fucking four hundred fucking dollars? Right. Who decided that? And if somebody like, else does the same exact thing, then that's not cool. It's only because Ralph Lauren did it, right? But, right. like, in music, that's not the case. Like, we could go and play a, a fucking Tom Petty then tune. Then explain Fergie. What about it? How did she get to be who she is? I'm not saying that uh, she might be very talented, but uh, but I'm not, I'm not saying that there's She's not. not. That there's, there's not things that slip you through the cracks. You've seen that Star Spangled Banner, right? Okay. <laughs> She's fucking garbage. How about you do that in front of fucking millions of people? Uh, how about be scared how, totally and, and and also what what i'm saying what 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 i'm you're missing the point though the point no, that i'm I, making I'm being is that the, it's not a positive opinion the, the, yeah, i disagree yeah. i just disagree with the, you 100%. the only thing that makes certain fashion statements acceptable yeah. is who made it that's it's not the same thing with music it's like not. like music across the board like people across the board can listen to music and say i fucking love that song i don't care who did it or this cover of this song is fucking amazing. I don't care who did it. In fashion, that's a knockoff because that person didn't do it. In fashion, it's like, uh, I don't care. If, if this per- it, it, it might be like something that could have been cool, but we'll never know because this person or that person didn't do it. It's because somebody who's unknown. You get what I'm saying? I, it's so I surface level. But don't you see how that's the how that like reflects in upon the same way that music does? No, because it, it's again, the same it's, fucking it's, thing. Where not, like the big name not, artists do it. It's not or, the financial reward that I'm talking about. Probably the intrinsic value of the art itself is what I'm saying. I, it's the same thing. Okay, like almost unpopular like, opinion. Yeah, it's very unpopular. What's yours? <laughs> Mine's great. Uh, uh, I can't remember what we were talking about earlier, but I was like, I can't wait to say this for. But uh, it's uh, uh, every. Well, what are you guys? Sorry. No, no, I know, I know, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, 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 Everybody's opinion matters. That isn't, you're you're saying that your unpopular opinion is that people think that everybody's opinion matters. No, no. he thinks everyone's opinion matters. Everybody's opinion is of value, no matter what it is. You you truly think that, or you're saying you don't think that? I do think that. That's not true. Yeah, I yeah, it's probably the most unpopular opinion I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it's just not, it's not factual. I right? agree that's, that that is <laughs> like I just I just said like it's a very unpopular, but I think it is. You but you always do that. It's like, no, it's, no, no, it's no. Like, I'm not trying to be like oh, this is unpopular. I'm just, that's probably the most unpopular no, no, no. thing there is. What I'm you do is no. What you do is that you take you take like like objective truths and then you put then 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 you and then. You uh, really under your skin, isn't it? ignore the, the the like like you negate the fact that they're just that that's reality, and then you say something <laughs> that's counterintuitive to that, or or that, that contradicts that, and then you say it's an opinion. It's what's well, just my opinion. It's like no, no, this is that's no, because a lot of people's opinions are that like you I, find I, that I, every person's opinion matters to you. Not to me, but it does matter. It doesn't matter. It though, does right? matter. Yes. If 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 you're not an engineer, yeah. Okay, and you have an opinion on the process of constructing a plane, mm-hmm. your opinion doesn't actually matter. It does matter. It doesn't. It does. You have no say in this because mean? people fly in that plane you're, every you're day. You're literally saying it. People fly in that plane every day, and your opinion, if it's not going to be in line with the engineers you're talking about, and you have no education on the matter. 
your opinion doesn't get to determine the out the outcome of the people that are on that plane potentially, right? So it everyone's opinion doesn't matter in every it has scenario. To it 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 like as a fact it doesn't. <laughs> it has though. to though, because then every and then only certain people's opinions matter. Yeah, that's what they're yes. paid for. No, I don't. I don't think that's the truth. I think everybody's opinion matters. If, that is if, insane. If I'm an engineer, yeah, and I built an airplane, mm-hmm. right, and the 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 people who pay to have that airplane, who pay me yeah. to build this airplane, yeah. my design, I'm the one that built it, nobody else, they listen to me, and you're fucking Joe Schmo walking off the fucking street, and you're like, I think that plane should, the wings should have a 90 degree angle to them, they're going to look at you, the people who pay for me to build it, are going to look at you and go, bro, your opinion don't fucking mean shit to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it actually doesn't matter. Because that's a dumb right. thing to say. So how does your opinion in that situation matter to them? Matter to each individual person probably is not what I'm trying to say. It's the fact that every person is able to have an opinion about everything and that everybody's opinion does matter. Otherwise, then you're in a, a sort of elitist group where only your opinion and the smart people people's opinion matters. I guess it depends on the subject matter. Uh, when it comes or down situation. To, when it comes down to science, what you're trying to say with especially like that an airplane won't work this way, that's not really opinion, is it? Well, that's what. But you, no, but that's not opinion, is it? That's, no, it's that's not opinion. Science. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. but somebody can still have an opinion on how the plane is made, right? What? Somebody can still have an opinion on the manufacturing process of the plane, like how it should be made. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. I was like, hey, I think these wings should be at a ninety degree angle, and you're like, that's an opinion. Yeah, that's an opinion. I'm, I'm an. It engineer. matters. But and an opinion on what, though? On how the plane is manufactured. Why, why would I have that opinion? Well, that's though? what I'm it saying. It doesn't it's matter. Like, it it doesn't, could be. It, it doesn't matter. The opinion of what you're, what, you're, what you're saying means absolute irrelevant whatsoever. It, it's like... It's like it, well, on, that, on that airplane wing being at a 90-degree angle. You're like, why? We're like, I don't know, because I just think it'd be cool. And you're like, well, that doesn't fucking mean shit. Well, it would be... In that, in that sense, where you say it would be cool, yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah, right. no, that but matters. Whether or not it's going mean, to get off the ground, say, hey, that has something to do with that. I can say, dude, this fucking wall is such a beautiful white, and you could be like, no, it's like the most fucking hideous white I've ever fucking seen. That matters. That's a, that's, that is, that's, because that is a non-scientific exactly. there's, paid method of yeah, 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 There's yeah. no stakes there. When there's stakes, <laughs> okay, the opinions matter. Well, or trying, opinions don't apples matter. Apples are Sometimes delicious. They don't matter. No, the fuck, not. They taste like shit. Well, I guess, no stakes I guess, there. I guess <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I guess this is, is, a, is a good like, argument for that. It doesn't matter in the fact uh, uh, that you can use this to uh, be like, well, this one didn't matter. So the one that you actually have that you really, really do care about and that might have some fucking like, uh, 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 track to it, that one doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. It's really, it's all I'm trying to say. You can't, you can't just fucking cherry pick which uh, people get to have an opinion about stuff. Yes, you can because no, the world. No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. Because, the, because that, that, that's wrong. I, sorry, you can't cherry pick on, on what people get to have an opinion about. Like everyone can have an opinion. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. see to that statement. But you okay, can choose. Well, but their I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Don't actually matter though, right? No, they, but, all the time. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, is what I see is a lot of people being like. Like, uh, uh, somebody has grown up a certain way and uh, believes there are certain beliefs and it's, it's completely outside of the norm, norm, normalcy of uh, the popular yeah. belief is. Yeah, I, I, I then, agree in both, both aspects. And uh, arguing with them about their opinion and it being stupid and saying that it doesn't matter, that is completely false. I think that it's 
all circumstantial. I don't, I don't think it's it, – when you say it's circumstantial, because then you get to throw in that uh, 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 straw man argument about, like, well, they're going to have an opinion about airplanes should have there's no straw man argument. fucking thing. <laughs> that's, no, that's a straw man there, argument no because stra- it's like that's kind of no, besides there, the point. It's not really what I'm talking there's about. There's no straw man argument. The reality is that a lot of people that have no – fucking inkling about how things work, uh-huh. have an opinion on those things. Right. And their so opinions, why should it be taken in consideration? It, it, exactly. It just, it, it doesn't matter. Where, do you, if draw, somebody where can, do you draw the line? Oh, then? it's pretty easy. If somebody comes <laughs> to up yourself, to me, <laughs> each person was different. I think. It's, exactly. If somebody comes up to me and says like, hey man, uh, I work at Walmart as a stock boy, but I think that you need to take this approach with side hustle. Uh-huh. I would be like, <laughs> that's cool. You can go fuck yourself. Right. That's, because their opinion because that's, that's doesn't their, that's matter. That's their opinion. Because it doesn't matter. I'm it's just irrelevant. trying to say it's irrelevant. Like you don't know what you're talking about. De- so why would I take de- that into consideration? Devaluing if somebody's mattered, opinion based on uh, the fact that uh, you think that they don't matter. No, not that they don't matter. No, their because that their, matter. that their opinion doesn't but matter. People are not their opinions, is, though, right? Uh, that's. I think that's all we are. Oh well, that's uh, then. If we don't agree it's on that, then we're never then we're never going to come to an agreement on the greater thing. All, so I'm, all I'm that's trying fine. to say is is you can use that argument like up and up and up and up and up, and then uh, you're just a dick for being like, oh, they fuck fuck you. you like your opinion doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. uh, like you're you're an idiot. Like, sometimes it doesn't matter, man. That's just the reality. Because no. because sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. And we live in a in a in a gray world. You know, it's not black and white. It's not all or nothing. Because one opinion matters sometimes does not mean that all opinions matter all the time. The, That's the reality the, of it. The the people of the world should unite and hang this man. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> It's just my opinion, dude. That's unpopular. <laughs> and that opinion doesn't matter. That's a dumb opinion to have. Yeah, it's a dumb opinion. Well, that, but I will say that that's a what you're saying and, and what you're arguing is is a very I would it's an unpopular opinion, yes, but it's a hell of a fucking way to 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 have an unpopular opinion about something. Well, it's, it's very fra- good. It's, it's, it's a false a bad premise. Way. I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's it, a false it's premise. What you're what you're what you're saying is that's a that's something that you could almost sit here and talk about for fucking. Oh yeah, for hours almost. You know, what I, I mean, mean, yeah, it, and it's it's a false premise. You know what I mean? Like, like. But here's that's the, the thing is though, that's also your opinion. No, the reality is, like, like the reality is that that's that that's that is a that's a false premise though, right? It's like the 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 the, the to say oh. that everyone's opinion matters is an opinion mm-hmm. is factually incorrect. We know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I see that fact. side. You know, you understand like, that that's that's a false premise, and you do that a lot with your unpopular opinions. Is it mm-hmm. you state things that are facts, and then you contradict them, and then say it's an unpopular opinion? It's like saying, "Well, it's good content." I don't, though, I don't bro. believe yellow's yellow. It's like, well, <laughs> what are you colorblind? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, there's no way to actually prove that to be true because we all perceive color differently. But if I say something's yellow and you look at it, we know it's yellow. That's just undeniable. Right? That's the same thing with, with saying that, that, that all opinions matter. It's like, they, they just don't. Every, right. Yeah. Yeah, they do. No, unpopular opinion. Unpopular, a very unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion, bro. You're right. I have to let this one go. <laughs> you're going to have to. <laughs> all right, Alan, I knew what it you was going to do. I, yeah. Dude, I'll be honest with you. I didn't come prepared for an unpopular opinion. Really? I did not. Well, I'm sure you get to go on real quick. Uh, dude, I, I, no, like, I've tried, like, while we were all sitting here talking, like. You got no unpopular opinions? Do you just want to fight for the rest of the episode? <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Uh, no, man. I, I mean, yeah, I don't have one. I just enjoyed y'all's. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's an unpopular opinion because probably no one else enjoyed them. So there yeah, you go. Well, that's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah. Every, uh, do you, I, I'll give you one. You should, you should say. Mm, that's pretty popular know, opinion based I, off I can't the numbers. I say that out of my mouth. <laughs> the, the numbers would suggest that that is a very popular opinion, actually. Uh, yeah, that's a popular opinion. So, again, another fact that you just deny. So, <laughs> <laughs> fact deny are over here. I <laughs> deny facts. I support opinions. <laughs> yeah, deny facts. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> that's Billy's slogan oh, for running for president. Yeah. Deny facts. I support, support your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's opinion. Come to me. Uh, uh, send me a postcard. <laughs> All right, Alan, thank you so much for yeah. being here, man. Yeah, it's been a man. blast. I've had a really good time, dude. It's Hell awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys check out Adversaries, South Paul. If you need any printing work done, hit up uh, Grind Time and tune in to, to get, uh, Together We Print podcast with Chris and Alan. It's an awesome show. Uh, and, uh, you know, follow us on the platforms. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Adios, Pachetos. Woo!